Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's your, like, this is not my question. Okay. It's just a question. Yeah. What's your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever done? I've never done a Halloween costume. Ever? I mean, not, like, with much effort. Why? I've done a few little ones. Well, because I couldn't do it when I was a kid. I'm talking about it as an adult. When I'm... you have, you know, free reign. Free will. <laughs> Nobody can tell you what to do. I just, I like Halloween and I like the, um... I like the aesthetic and the decorations, and it's fun, and I like scary movies, but I think I just don't have the, like, I don't know. I don't I don't remember who I was telling, but I'm like, I said if I were going to dress up, mm-hmm. I would, like, really want to do it. Yeah. But that's... I don't have the energy to go all out, so yeah. I don't want to, like, half-ass it, so I just yeah. don't. That is, yeah, I feel that way a lot. So, I mean, you just you gotta pick something simple, but, like, iconic. So you um, can be like, oh. I'll tell you my two favorite half-assed ones, though. Okay. When I was in college, I went to a Halloween party dressed as a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wore, like, white sweatpants and a big white sweatshirt and, like, wrapped a pillow, like, taped to me yeah. so that I looked fluffy. Yeah, that's cute. And then when I was in hair school, mm-hmm. we got to dress up for Halloween, and I dressed up as a dad. <laughs> I wore jeans and, like, a big sweater that had a golf bag on it, and I carried a remote around everywhere, and I had a fake mustache on. Nice. And I had short hair, so I, like, parted it and combed it over. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you can add a mustache, I feel like. Yeah. Mustaches are just fun. Carrying around the remote all day was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> had a prop. <laughs> yeah. Props are good. Yeah. Um, I yeah, re- but that's it, really. remember that time that you... It was just for work, but you were, like just like michelangelo adjacent oh yeah yeah just because i just remember that your eye makeup your eye makeup just went all the way across your face yeah it was like orange sparkly eyeshadow i had um you had like turtley tights i had turtle tights and i had like a kid's uh michelangelo shirt yeah like that just was the body was on the front of the shirt yeah yeah and then i just put like orange eyeshadow across my eyes yeah yeah so yeah i've done like those kind of costumes yeah not like all out though yeah yeah i i would like to have yeah like the time and the money and the energy to like really make stuff and make them look really good but yeah it's just because i when taylor and i were the blues brothers oh yeah that was really good and it was so low effort yeah you just have to have two of you right and so i liked that one a lot i also liked because I was wearing sunglasses the entire night in the bar, and I was like, I don't know who anyone is talking to me because I cannot see. <laughs> Your sunglasses were too dark. They were way too dark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for inside. No. And then the time that I was Janice Ian. Oh, yeah. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like it looked really good. But it was also, like, a little bit too subtle. 
because mm. people were like, are you dressed up or do you just dress like this? I mean, you do kind of dress <laughs> like, like that, so. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair question. But no, I I nailed it, Yeah, actually. Nice. But... I think my favorite idea of a costume mm-hmm. was when you, me, and our old roommate were going to be the three guys from uh, Dr. Horrible's yes. sing-along blog. <laughs> We got the application that you just sent in. That would have been great. Yeah, just just for the idea of every time somebody asked us who we were, we had to start singing. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. just wanted to do it until someone, like, one person said, who are you supposed to be? And then someone else said, no! Right. no! <laughs> They're going to start singing again. We don't know who they are. We've learned nothing. Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, he's bad. <laughs> The evil league of evil is watching, so beware. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. Just poking our heads out of door frames the uh-huh. whole time. Yep. I love that. Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. It is good. It is. But anyway, yeah, Halloween. Cool. Halloween. Neat. This is our last Halloween movie? Yep. Yeah, it's the end. It's the end of spooky season. On to my birthday season. Yeah. Ah. That's true. The season. Also fun. Of buckets. Do you just want to pick all the movies for November? <laughs> it's bucket season. <laughs> it's bucket season. Uh, yeah. There was one we were talking about that you're like, we have to do this one mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yes. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> you don't have a choice. I'll just start talking about. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> I don't but care like, what you watched. No, I'm supposed this to do this one. movie. Like, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I'm not contributing to that. <laughs> didn't even look at your notes. Anyway. Yeah. I'm Meat Wedge. I'm Bucket Snake. This is Replay Rewind. It's a podcast. (laughs) It's about movies. It's about kids' movies from the 90s and before. We pick a movie every week, talk about what we remember happening, we go watch it, talk about what actually happened, and then we give you fun trivia about it. And it's cool. The trivia is always fun. Always. (laughs) It's never upsetting. I've never once cried because of the trivia that we talked about here in this cave, or gotten mad, (laughs) or been remotely horrified so i have a question for you okay have you ever lived in or would you live in a haunted house um i don't think that i have but i think that i would yeah yeah would you buy a house that was haunted yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. i don't see why not i don't either i mean depends on how it's haunted i guess i was just listening to an episode of strange and unusual with daisy egan about Mm -hmm. the amityville horror yeah and i was like this house is mad haunted like yeah like not unpleasant things were happening in that house yeah not bad haunted just like that. sometimes there's a lady that walks down the hall yeah like, that's fine as long as she's not bothering me yeah that's cool yeah yeah depends on the type of haunting but yeah i think that would be fine i think it'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. um i've never yeah really actually i guess the question is do you believe in ghosts yeah that's kind of the question because i feel like uh no but also yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I don't think I believe in, like, like this apparition is the spirit of a specific person mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that, like, someone's grandpa mm-hmm. is, like, trapped in a house. Right. Like, I do think that there are, like, maybe negative energies or, like, a collection of something. Or even if you see a ghost, it isn't that it's, like, that specific person. Mm-hmm. It's, like, some other type of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... There's only one time that I felt, like, really creeped out and, like, that there was probably a ghost near me. Yeah. 
Um, I was, I took this writing class a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Ri- writing, not riding. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> there were no horses involved. Ghost or, horse. Or camels. or <laughs> Yeah, ghost horse. Um, and it was in a building downtown that I guess used to be a brothel, like, way oh. back in the day. And we talked about it in class and not in like a, ooh, maybe this building is haunted way. Just like a, that's an interesting tech. Yeah. Um, and one time I was in the bathroom and the bathroom had another door in it that i assume went to a closet but just while i was in there i was just like there was something on the other side of that door Mm. and i have never felt so creeped out in my life yeah and i just like ran out of there and never went in the bathroom again yeah it was so weird yeah that's fair there could have been yeah but so do i believe in ghosts yeah 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 same i don't believe in ghosts in like a sentient sort of like yeah like you were saying yeah like this person like this person's spirit lives here and does things and knows that they're doing things and right. is like trying to like has intention but i think just from like a purely scientific standpoint like because energy cannot be created or destroyed when you put energy into a place it has to go somewhere and yeah. i guess it could just stay there yeah and yeah if you put a lot of energy or like a lot of yeah if it's super negative or super positive or you just did something a thousand times you know so if someone spends a lot of time in one place they're physically putting a lot of energy into that place and yeah. i think that it can hang out yeah absolutely so i used to live in a house that um my bedroom was upstairs in the attic because it always is yes. i always live in cape cod houses and i always live upstairs yeah and it was the entire upstairs and there was just like, just sometimes I would be in my room and I would hear footsteps on the steps to my room. Oh. And I would just be like, hello. And then there wouldn't be anybody there. Yeah. But that was it. Nice. So, I mean, it, it never like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, things get moved around or thing. Yeah. Oh, and I also in that same room, um, I had my grandmother got me this mug, like a coffee mug that said congratulations on it. And it would play if when you tilted it, it played you are my sunshine, which oh. is cute, but weird. Yeah. Like I've never the combination strange this yeah yeah it just had like a little like disc in the bottom yeah that like how do you wash this mug by hand because i mean it was like contained dry clean only yeah 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 <laughs> um <laughs> take your mug to the dry cleaning <laughs> can you clean this like you could just do it but sure they just take it into the break room and like wash it and then bring yeah. it out to me and they're like yeah. that'll be fifty dollars <laughs> <laughs> but I microwaved it one time because I forgot that it had a thing in it. And so I microwaved it and it like fried the thing. Oh, no. And then it would just kind of go off sometimes on its own. Ooh. And so I forgot about that. And I was sitting in my room and ac- from across the room, I just heard like, haunted mug. <laughs> so that was kind of terrifying. Uh. It's like, stop touching my shit. <laughs> but the footsteps on the stairs was just the first time i heard it i just assumed that my roommate was like because i was in my room playing video games waiting for him to wake up so that we could do stuff yeah and i just heard and i assumed it was him so i like yeah. leaned over it was like hello and i was like oh he's just fucking with me I went downstairs he was still just like full on asleep oh I was no like, oh neat okay and that happened a couple more times like that day so you're just was like, fun. hi I was like, okay hello hey buddy how's up my favorite uh ghost theory Mm-hmm. is that the Loch Ness Monster is actually just a ghost of a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why, like, some people have seen it, but you can, like, get in the lake, you know, and, like, yeah. they won't eat you. Filmed they've not found everything. It. Yeah, they haven't found it. Yeah, but, like, dragged the lake. Yeah, she's just a ghost. That makes so much sense. Yeah. It's... Ghost dinosaur. 
I know. I was like, oh, yeah, why have I never thought of this? That's yeah. tight. Other things could have ghosts. Yeah, absolutely. I used to um, sometimes, and I, th- this is probably mostly just expectations, yeah. but after my, like, childhood dog died and, like, went to my parents' house and you'd just be like, you could, you would just know that he was there. Yeah. Like, you just feel him for a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's under the table. And then you're like, oh, no, he's, he's not here anymore. Yeah. Um, and my mom said the same thing. She's like, I'd be sitting in my office and I would put my hand down to pet him and then be like, oh yeah, he's not here anymore. But it's also, I mean, a little bit just like, well, he was there for 13 years, you know, however long. So a little bit of that, but also, you know, some days you're just like, yeah. And then other days you forget that he Mm -hmm. wasn't there and you'd expect him. So it was just weird. Cute. Yeah, I know. But then I feel bad because I'm like, when we moved out of that house. Yeah. Is he still is he still in the house or was he just hanging out because we were there? Right. Just you know, like maybe other people wouldn't expect or couldn't feel his energy because. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, but I definitely hope that it's not like sentient energy. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Like residual. Like, yeah. He's not there waiting for us, right? Because that would make me sad. So wow, yeah, bringing it down. <laughs> That's <is> sad now. <laughs> yeah, why are we talking about ghosts besides the fact that it's fucking Halloween? Because to culminate cap off mm-hmm. round wrap out wrap it up this month we're talking about casper hell yeah we are i'm excited yeah for it's this been movie. a long time me too yeah yeah i'm excited though yeah there's a lot i don't remember yeah i used to have like a children's picture book novelization oh of nice this, yeah which i forgot until two seconds ago just cool. now that i had it yeah so that's fun is it pictures like from, from the, the actual movie, movie? Mm-hmm. yeah that's cool. Yeah, do they still make those? I don't know. Because I had one for a Batman, too. Yeah, interesting. I don't remember which Batman. Whichever one had Tommy Lee Jones in it. I had yeah. one for those. That as well. I don't... I can't... They all run together. I love all of them, and they're all one movie in my head. Same. I know, because I always picture... <laughs> Even though they're all very different. George Clooney. I'm pretty sure it had, like, George Clooney and... I was pretty sure it was Batman and Robin, because I'm pretty sure if I see the front, it's got, like... Yeah. George Clooney and Chris O'Connell. Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. But then I, I'm i like, no, it had Tommy Lee Jones on the inside, and Tommy Lee Jones was in the Val Kilmer Batman movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they mashed them together. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, we'd do whatever we want. Yeah. Or maybe I had more than one. <laughs> That's true. Who knows? Anyway, we're talking about Casper. Yes. What do you remember? I remember it's Christina Ricci. Yeah. They move into a house that's haunted. Yep. Um... And she makes friends with him. I remember like a some sort of almost like Rube Goldberg machine mm-hmm. with a marble mm-hmm. in the basement. Yeah, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't like know what, what that's about. But it's there. Uh, yeah, and they make friends. There's like a there's a lot going on in the basement, isn't there? Yeah, there's like a roller coaster, minecart yeah. type yeah. thing. But why is her dad trying to like bring back the dead? Yes. 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 Because her mom died? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it works on Casper, mm-hmm. played by Devin Sawa. But mm-hmm. like just for one night mm-hmm. when they have a dance at the house. Mm-hmm. There's like a Halloween party. Yeah. For all the kids at her school. And they kiff. Like kiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, can I keep you? Oh, That's how yeah. she knows it's him. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. It is. That's all I remember. Yeah. There are also three other ghosts. 
that live in the house. Yeah. Because you've got Casper the friendly ghost, and then there's three other ghosts yeah. that live there that are not friendly, and oh. their names are like Fatso mm. and the two other ones. Something it's about <laughs> stinky, maybe like stink. Okay. I think so. Their names are just descriptors. Yeah, like of what they are. Them, yeah. And they're like super rude and crude. Yeah, and lewd. And lewd. Their Pre- names are lewd, crude, and rude. Yeah, pre-chewed food, dude. <laughs> And her dad dies at one point and becomes oh. a ghost. Oh, yeah. And then he has to fix himself. Wait, who plays her dad? It's Bill. Is it Bill Pullman? One of the Bills. It's not Bill Paxton. It's Bill Pullman. Yeah. 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 Shit. And there's also a realtor. Uh-huh. Some blonde lady who's trying to buy the house, sell the house, something, and they scare her off. Yeah. And that's because it's like. Her dad as a ghost and the three other not-friendly yeah. ghosts scare her off. Yeah. And then Christina Ricci has to convince her dad to not be a ghost anymore because he's like, I'm having a great time. Mm. And he's like kind of forgetting who he is. And she's like, but you're my dad and I need you to be my dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then he becomes a person again. That's all I remember. Yeah. And there's a scene where they're all eating food and candy like really loudly and messily oh, and, you can, and it's like, just see falling it? to the yeah. ground and like plopping yeah. onto the ground. Yeah, they're just like shoveling it all in their I faces. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Weird. And that's, I think she probably has a hard time at school. People think she's weird. Well, it's Christina Ricci. Right. <laughs> that's the character that she plays. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, something, yeah, like the Halloween party is kind of weird or people are trying to it's prank real- her at her own house yeah or something it's like a like really that. big house yeah it's huge and like mansiony and old is the floor in the like room where they have the halloween party like swirly maybe i don't know why what i'm thinking of but i just feel like it's like has a pattern on it yeah maybe so i think there's like a because yeah you're right there's like some sort of roller coaster car thing in the basement yeah and it might go in like a corkscrew maybe for a little bit but i don't know what that's about <laughs> there's definitely some sort of machine in the basement it's been a while since we've done a movie where i was like there's something stored in my brain yeah <laughs> yeah i'm excited to unlock all of the things i do yeah. definitely think this is going to be one where it's like right before something happens i'll be like oh yeah this yeah, is about yeah. to happen and i'll be able to like hear it in my brain yeah but, absolutely yeah definitely hear him whispering to her like can i keep you yeah because she's just like who is this mysterious boy yeah it's devon sawa it's devon sawa who else would it be <laughs> fair <laughs> Thackeray yeah. binks oh god yeah cool cool i'm excited i'm excited too excited for halloween yeah excited for casper oh hey hey happy one year anniversary <gasps> shit <laughs> <laughs> couple days early but yeah it's okay it's all right should we should we get each other presents yeah <laughs> we should anyway uh anyway. go um go wait patiently for us to return <laughs> actually i was gonna say go check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast uh-huh. for five dollars a month you get three bonus episodes a month for eight dollars a month you get at least four um but you know what just relax yeah listen to the the music. Yeah. And, uh, we are back. <laughs> 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That was a fucking friendly movie. Yeah. Get it? For Casper, the most part. The friendly ghost. Get it? Yeah. But, I mean, also the plot is about Cat and Casper. Yeah. Finally finding a friend. Yeah. That's true. So, They're very friendly. It's about friendship. Literally everyone else yeah. in this movie is not friendly. No, but they could use some friends. They really could. Yeah. You know who really needs friends? Who? Yeah. Dibs. Yeah. Well, I think Dibs is dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead now. He could have used friends before Well, before then. Dr. Harvey made friends with the three ghosts like yeah they're friends now yeah yeah so it's a friend, so friend anyway the imdb says <laughs> an afterlife therapist and his daughter meet a friendly young ghost when they move into a crumbling mansion in order to rid the premises of wicked spirits uh-huh afterlife therapist yeah an afterlife therapist you know yeah for the afterlife that's what i want to do i believe in you <laughs> not really so it opens on the moon and there's some howling and we see like this creepy locked gate on a creepy property and some kids ride their bikes up to it and do the cool guy slide creepily in the dirt and the gravel and they're looking through the gate and the taller one i assume they're brothers mm. the taller one says one picture and we're history and the shorter one says that's what i'm afraid of <gasps> which is a weird like we're history i guess it's a weird way to say like we're leaving yeah yeah so they they slide under the gate and run up the walkway towards this gigantic house that appears to be in disrepair and also fake. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it, not a real house from the outside, for yeah. sure. And very ugly. It is ugly. Normally, like, I mean, I see, like, giant houses, towering mansions, the creepier the better, and I'm like, hell yeah, let me in that house. And I'm yeah. like, no, that house is ugly. It's not only ugly, but it's also, like, when was this built? It doesn't seem to have any direction as far as, like, it doesn't look like a, you know, like a mid-century modern house. Or right. Like a, it's just, like, weird angles and... Yeah, I read a thing about, like, a very real specific house that it's modeled after. Yeah. And I was like, none of this means anything to me. <laughs> I didn't recognize any of the, like, names or words, so yeah. I was just like, I don't care. So I guess it's modeled after some, like, art yeah. house thing, whatever. Sure. But it's ugly. Sure. And yeah, I mean, it's it's very fake looking. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But the boys, who are named Andreas and Nikki. And we learn that they're, like, breaking in so that kids at school don't think they're chicken. I mean, it's just, like, a typical day or, like, go in there, prove that you went in there. Right, yeah. And blah, 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 blah. So they get inside Ooh. to this, like, giant foyer thing. I don't even know if you can call it a foyer. Like, it's so big. It's like a it's just, like, the middle of the house. Entryway. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, walk in and it's, like, 
huge, and then I guess all the rooms are, like, around it? I don't know. It's weird. It is a very round place. Yeah, that's true. But they're fighting over who's going to take this picture, because Nikki is like, well, if I take the picture, no one will believe that I was here. Right. So you take it. Yeah. And Andreas is like, no, you take it. And I'm like, take two. Yeah, just take- Maybe It's a Polaroid. one film left. Just take a selfie. Like- you they can didn't figure have selfies it out. then. Nobody had ever done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There, there are ways. That's my ways. point. But they're but arguing about it. There's another way too. Mm. It's with this little ghost that appears. Yeah. And says, uh, hey guys, don't fight. I'll take the picture. Uh-huh. And some invisible hands take the camera and snap the photo. Yep. But they don't then really stick around long enough to see how the photo turns out. No. They run away screaming. Yeah. They abandon their flashlight and their camera and their dignity. Yep. As they run screaming from the house. And the credits continue as the Polaroid develops and their little scared faces show up. Yeah. And then it's Casper, the friendly ghost. And then we see Ben Stein, who is reading a will. Yep. And then we just hear, like, millions of dollars are just going to these different foundations. 11 million to the dolphins, mm-hmm. to the Save the Dolphins. 1.2 million to the Pumas. 1.4 to the patagonian wasp reservation god don't save the wasps preservation whatever dyslexic dalmatians yeah (laughs) but then we see this blonde lady at the table who is smoking and dressed as though she has just lost someone yes and she doesn't care about any of this she puts her cigarette out directly on the table onto the table and nobody says anything yeah just nobody even looks at her i mean i'm sure she's just so hard to get along with that they're like i'm not even but it's just so Gotta rude knowledge i know and she says forget the livestock what did the old stiff leave me mm-hmm. and so benstein kind of skims through the rest of it he's like let's see owls bobcats snakes ah daughter kerrigan whipstaff manor in maine Okay, bye. Yeah. Because she's just like, that's it? And he's like, yeah. Some, some, like, pile of junk or something is all I get. Yeah, some lousy piece of property. Yeah, and he says, oh, it was junk 50 years ago. Now it's condemned. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Bye. Yeah. He's like, I'm late for lunch. I know. <laughs> I'm like, tight. It's rad. What he just nice leaves job them. That must be. And I guess it's not, like, his office. It's just, yeah. like, a conference room. But he's just like, anyway, bye, and just leaves them there. Bye. And so now that they're alone... Kerrigan, I mean, she threatens him on the way out. She's like, I'm going to sue you and every dolphin. I'll see you in court. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah, good luck. But so once they're alone, she yells at Dibs, which is her lawyer. Right. Is he her lawyer? I guess. They hang out too much. Too much. He's Can there for the rest that? of the time. Well, I think he's probably doing it pro bono. Pro bono? In, in hopes. Pro boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, so now that they're alone, Kerrigan is mad at him, and she implies that he, well, she doesn't imply, she says, you should have forged the will like I told you to, Mm -hmm. and then takes the folder containing the will into the fire. Yeah, just chucks it in there. But Dibs is like, the deed to the house is in there, so he goes to, like, try and get it out, Mm -hmm. and as he's looking at the sheets of paper, some words appear now that it's all heated up. Yeah, buccaneers and buried gold. Whipstaff doth a treasure hold. <gasps> how exciting! Treasure <laughs> says Kerrigan. That's yes. how she talks. That's what she sounds like. Yeah, she's dibs, crazy. you idiot! Get it out of jail, dibs. <laughs> she's uh, very friendly. Yep, but he reaches in and he pulls the map out of the fire. It is half burnt. Kerrigan is excited. Mm-hmm. Dibs is also half burnt. Yes, he's I know. crisp now. 
I know, he should have just left it. Yeah. But she, you know, she says, I'm finally going to get what I deserve, which is like... She's not wrong. Foreshadowing. She gets what she deserves. Also, I kind of wish that she were played by Jennifer Tilly. I know. Because her voice is like almost like that and it just makes me think of her. Yeah. It's a little raspy. Yeah. It's cool sometimes. The way that she talks is cool. And then other times when she's like in distress, it's like, oh, this is it's a little grating. But it's fine. But Kerrigan is a really cool name. I was listening to a podcast about a cult the other day and they had a bunch of recordings of the cult leader mm-hmm. talking and she was a woman, and every time she got worked up, it was just, like, so high-pitched and grating, and no, I was no. like, how is anybody enjoying this? <laughs> I cannot. How could I, you get sucked into this cult? Right. It's so squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> the message was there, but, ooh, can't handle listening to it. Anyway, now we're in Maine. Yeah. It's raining. Yeah, it's very wet. Kerrigan and Dibs are there. They're doing a, um, they're doing an impression of the scene from... Jurassic Park. They're in like a SUV and the rain is pouring down and mm-hmm. they have to go unlock the gate. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Dibs looks kind of excited. I mean, he's like looking out, you know, at the property and he's yeah. like, so what do you think? And she just looks at him and says, I think you're going to get wet. Yeah. She's so mean to him. I don't understand. Like all the time. Yeah. Because he goes and he opens the gate for her in the rain and then she just drives through it and up to the house without him and makes him walk the to rest the house of the like way. yeah just yeah. in the pouring down rain and yep. i'm like why and we see this all the time where like these dudes hang out with these like really nasty ladies and it's like why she's not gonna fuck you dude or even if she did she'd probably be mean about it well yeah it wouldn't be fun no i mean at <laughs> least you'd like get off i guess but uh, yeah it's just like not I mean, are you having a good time is she paying you does it for them maybe somebody being mean to them but he's just like <sighs> she's not gonna fuck you dude no but anyway, they get inside. Mm-hmm. Kerrigan is not impressed. Mm-mm. It it does look cool in there, you know. Yeah. There's like really big staircases. Yeah. But it's very and a dusty. Lot of them. That's so dusty. Yeah. That's what you should have said. That was a fucking dusty movie. Oh, I should have. <laughs> I googled how you make fake dust because yeah. I was like, "There's no way this dust is all real." No. And apparently, there are like dust guns that you can buy for like sets and stuff. Yeah. Or you can use hairspray and talcum powder. Oh. You just, like, hairspray something and then really quick blow talcum powder on it. And yeah. it makes it look dusty. Oh. Yeah. I didn't try it. <laughs> I don't own talcum powder and I don't need any more dust in my house, but... Sure. Yeah. I mean, my house is dusty enough. But I was like, who tried that? It is dusty. It's so dusty. Like... Like, there are a lot of archways in the hallways. And yeah. they all have, like, just... Like a foot. Yeah. Just hanging dust. Yeah. And cobwebs, which are also dusty. Yeah. It's gross. It's impressively gross. Makes you want to sneeze. Anyway, Dibs is kind of like looking around and talking about it and accidentally lights his thumb bandages on fire from where his hand is all bandaged up. Yes. I don't know. Whoops. But while he's dealing with that, we hear a small friendly voice Mm -hmm. that says, hello. (laughs) And Kerrigan like hides behind Dibs and she's like talking through him like she'll whisper something and he'll say it out loud right so she's like who is it and he the voice says i'm afraid i can't answer that it's super echoey too yeah why not (laughs) why not (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of hard to explain and then she says is he the caretaker are you the caretaker are you the caretaker (laughs) no and then so i watched this first like 20 minutes twice yeah. Because I first rented it on Amazon mm. and then I waited too long to finish it. 
and I didn't want to rent it again because yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure I own it. Yeah. So I went into my basement and dug through my box of DVDs and I do own it. So nice. then I watched it on DVD and I was like, I'm just going to watch this first like part that I've already watched. Yeah. Just straight through without like taking notes and like actually look at it. Yeah. And so when I watched it on Amazon, Kerrigan says, is he a drug dealer? Yeah. And then Dibs like kind of gives her a look and says, is he, are you a transient? Mm-hmm. On the DVD, she says, is he a transient? Oh, weird. And then Kerrigan says, are you a transient? Or Dib says, are you a transient? So they changed it at some point. Huh. Where, yeah. Because I was just That's like. weird. You would think it would be like the other way around. Yeah. It's weird that. That's where they changed it to drug dealer. Yeah. From transient. Huh. Yeah. So anyway. Well, if you're a transient drug dealer, go ahead and email <laughs> us at Replay Rewind Podcast. I'm just kidding. Or you can. I don't care. Yeah. Say hi. <laughs> But, so Kerrigan threatens to have him arrested for trespassing. Mm-hmm. And the voice is like, okay, okay, but don't scream. I get a lot of that. Which also, like, what is the threat of calling the cops to a ghost? But, okay. Yeah. But he says, I'll be right down. And then we see a little ghost boy sliding down one of the banisters. Yeah. And he lands right in front of Kerrigan and Dibs. And he becomes more, like, opaque. Mm-hmm. And he waves at them and says, hi, I'm Casper. He's so cute. Yeah. And then they both start screaming. Yeah. Which... <sighs> I mean, I guess they didn't promise that they wouldn't. That's true. He just asked them nicely not to. Yeah. But Casper's like, don't do that. You'll wake the... Ah, too late. Yeah. And then whatever he didn't want woken up is making a ton of noise. And there's like a swirling whirlpool. Not a whirlpool. Tornado. Yeah, a tornado (laughs) in the middle of the floor. And there's like moaning and giant scary faces. And Kerrigan and Dibs run screaming from the house out into the rain. Okay, I have another suggestion. Yes. Jennifer Tilly. Uh-huh. And instead of Eric Idle, mm-hmm. Gene Wilder. They did, in fact, <laughs> offer him the role. Yeah? And he said, a new thank you. Or at the very least, he was considered. Yeah. He has the same hair as... That's true. Uh, he would have done a great job. And not that Eric Idle doesn't do a good job. Yeah. But Gene Wilder would just be fun. Yeah. He's the best. Anyway, a priest has arrived to help. Yeah. And it definitely, I mean, from the moment that we see him, because it's like, we see him from the back at first, and then we see him from the front, and yeah. I was like, okay, I don't recognize this man, but I feel like parents are supposed to recognize this man. Yeah, he was definitely man. put in as, like, a reference to something, and you can yeah. tell even if you don't know what the reference exactly. is. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he was, it turns yes. out. It's Don Novello, who had a running character on SNL called Father Guido Sarducci, mm-hmm. who sounded just like this, and was just, like, kind of silly, and would show up on the Weekend Update sometimes. Yep. And we will put a clip in the show notes, because it's pretty funny. Yeah. He's really cute. He's got this giant cross necklace around mm-hmm. his neck. And they're like, all right, so you feel like you can do this? You feel good? And he's like, yeah, I'm feeling really good. Like, I don't personally have any experience. I don't have any experience doing exorcisms. But, like, I've talked to people. I've read the books. I've watched the videos. <laughs> right. He's feeling, I, I feel, feel pretty, pretty confident, confident yeah. in my ability. No problem. Piece yeah. of cake. Piece of crumb cake. It's a piece of crumb cake. <laughs> he's cute. I like him. I do, too. And then he walks into the house, and he's in there for only a few moments. And then he comes back out, and he's just covered in ghost vomit. Mm. And also his head's on backwards. Yeah. Like, it's still attached to him. He's just facing the wrong way. Yeah. And And they would like to know how it went. Yeah. And he says, oh, it's no problem. Piece of cake. (laughs) And then he just walks off with his head on backwards. Then he just leaves. Hopefully, I guess he's just like that now. Going to the chiropractor. Yeah, he's going to find a really good one. Yep. Next, we see Dan Aykroyd. Mm Mm-hmm. Dressed as his character from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ray Stance. Yeah. Stance. 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 Yeah. (laughs) 
impetus stance. Felt weird. Yeah. But he comes running out of the house and says, who are you going to call? Someone else. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know that they did house calls by themselves. Yeah. Where the rest of the guys were busy. I guess. Just and like... they went all the way up to Maine. Yeah. Where are they normally? New York? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just like a cute reference, but it's not practical. It's not practical. And you're telling me that the Ghostbusters can't handle... They're just ghosts. They're right. just like regular ghosts. They handled the Stay Puffed, Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take these ghosts? They get sucked up into a vacuum cleaner later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Dibs is like, all right, well, what are you going to do now? And Kerrigan says, what I do anytime something stands in my way. Which is what? She's going to knock it down. Knock it down, baby. She's going to smash it. So we see there's like a big concrete like swan statue in front of it and somebody drops a wrecking ball on it. And then yep. we pan out and we see that there's like a lot of construction type things happening. There's dudes crawling all over this house, which all of these things that she does have got to cost money. Yeah. So she has money. She just wants more. I know, but. And she has this lawyer following her around who charges by the hour. Yeah, he's got to. <laughs> I, I don't know. You got to spend money to make money, I guess. But it's just a lot of. Time and money and effort spent yeah. for a treasure that she does not know if it's actually in there right. or what it is. Or how much it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but the construction workers are, they go into the house mm-hmm. and then they run screaming from the house. Yep. And they pile into their trucks and they leave. Yeah. Kerrigan yells at them. She's like, your sweaty construction manly types get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> they are gone. Like, like they're Casper- like- Hanging on to the front of trucks and everything. Like, didn't even bother to get in. Yeah. But Casper chases them. Yeah. And just says, wait, they didn't mean it, honestly. I know. Poor guy only wants is a friend. I know. But everybody leaves him. Poor. Poor little boy. So, then we see Casper sitting very sadly in an armchair watching TV. So yeah. I guess the electricity is on in this house that she was trying to knock over. I guess. And he's... Watching Mr. Rogers, and Mr. Rogers is saying, hopefully, most of the time, you're content with being yourself. But Casper's like, well, that's a bummer. So he changes the channel, and then we see a Looney Tunes cartoon where Granny is like, sees a ghost and is screaming about it. And he's like, boring. So he changes the channel again. We get to a news story on, what's the show called? Hard Copy? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. Is that still a show? I don't know. Hmm. But it's very interesting, because they've just finished up a story about the Pentagon Playboys. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. Sounds like a weird band name. <laughs> and yeah. now they're talking about a story about a man named James Harvey. <laughs> about a man. Who's a ghost therapist. Are you depressed? Are you lonely? Do you need someone to talk to? Look no further than Dr. James Harvey, therapist to the dead. And we cut over to him and he says, you can say dead. I prefer living impaired. God. <laughs> yeah. And then we see Bill Pullman's adorable Dr. Harvey face. I know. His sweet little face and his mm-hmm. little haircut and his glasses he's just so cute and kind looking yeah 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 and he says you know ghosts are just like us they need someone to talk to yeah and through the news story we learn that his wife had died unexpectedly and since then he gave up on conventional therapy and started communicating with the dead yeah and then they proceed to dox the shit out of his young teenage daughter no it's so rude they say she says he along with his loner daughter cat short for kathy None of this is... De- the adjective was not necessary. No. Her full name was not necessary. Well, her name is Kathleen. Yeah, that's Nobody also... even calls her Kathy. No. It's rude. I know. They say they travel the country searching for ghosts to talk to. Yeah. 
And then they there's like a shot of them trying to interview her through a fence. Yeah, outside of the school that she goes to. Yeah. So I'm just like, why don't you just flash her social security number up on the screen too? Like, yeah, I know. Hopefully no pervert is watching this and goes and stalks her at her school. Right. And not like that's worst case scenario. Best case scenario. It's like her first day at school because I think she says that she's like, it's the first day. Like, I'm yeah, it'll be a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's absolutely alienated from all of these kids because there are reporters following her to school. Yeah. And she's probably rattled. She's not going to be on the top of her game. No. Poor kid. Anyway. Because I'm like, I doubt she even agreed to be interviewed, which then we hear the interview with her and she's like, can you just leave me alone? Yeah. You know, because they're like, do you want to talk about what your dad does? And she's like, no, I don't. It's the first day of school. I would just like to go to school. Thanks. Bye. But Casper is watching this, and he's just immediately enamored. He's like, how do I get this girl to my house? And then he says, Kerrigan, and flies off. Yeah. And he flies, he, like, travels through the TV cable. Yeah. To her hotel. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I, like, I mean, like your note says, I thought that ghosts were, like, confined to a space, but he can go wherever he wants. It turns out they can all go wherever they want. Yeah, they all leave the house yeah. at different times. Yeah, it's very strange. And he, like, zaps his way into her TV and changes the channel to this news piece about Dr. Harvey mm-hmm. and, like, moves the TV around the room so that it's follow it follows her into the bathroom. Yeah, she's walking around the hotel room talking on her phone. Yeah. And she, like, gets put on hold, so she turns back around and the TV is just, like, blocking her. It's in the doorway and blocking her in the bathroom and she, like, looks around to see if anybody's there. But then, since she's just standing there on hold... She, like, starts watching it. Yeah. And this guy is saying, you know, yeah, I talk to dead people. I get rid of ghosts. Then they get, like, a testimonial from this old lady who's like, my husband Harry died. And he <laughs> didn't leave the house for five years. And then Dr. Harvey came and now he's gone. Yep. So she's like, okay. Yeah. So yeah. since she's still on the phone, she's like, get me Santa Fe. Right. I mean, she was willing to knock the entire house down. Like, yeah. trying a ghost therapist is not that big of a stretch yeah you still got a house that you can sell afterwards yeah so might as well give it a shot back to dr harvey and his loner daughter yeah <laughs> they are in their station wagon heading towards maine we presume yeah i guess this next scene like doesn't make any yeah, sense it's really to me confusing. And we'll, i'll have questions at the end yeah dr harvey's singing along to the radio very like animated and excitedly mm-hmm. and cat is not having it and like mm-hmm. turns the radio off yeah he tries to apologize to her about them having to move again, but she's like, Dad, in two years I have been to nine different schools. Yeah. I would really like to be able to make a friend. Insane. I feel like if this is his goal, like if this is the way that he's going to be doing things, he should just homeschool her. Yeah. Like instead of putting, registering her in schools. Yeah. And then yanking her out of the schools. Like he knows that they're going to be on the road until he finds what he's looking for. So. Yeah. Stop. Right. Doing that. I know. Like, I guess he doesn't have time to or homeschool like, her. If you're doing short visits, like, you don't have to move to a place to talk to a ghost. You can just be like, okay, I'll be here for a week. Yeah. And but just, she has to, where does she? I'm sure she they have, have family other... wherever they're from. Yeah. You'd think. But anyway, that's not what they're doing. They're no. driving across the country. Yeah. But she says, <laughs> she says, I would really like to make a friend. And she also says, maybe you should make some friends, Dad. Yeah. I mean, you're a single guy. You're more likely to become a bank hostage than make friends at your age. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Cat. He's like, he's huh. like, oh, you sound just like your mother. And she says, you're not going to find her, which I thought was very mean. Just like the way that she says yeah. it. 
I was just like, that's very abrupt. And ouch, she's, you dude. Know, she's a frustrated teenager, but yeah. No, but I she's don't know. like, mom's not a ghost dad. Yeah. And dad says, oh yeah, she is. She has unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And Kat says, there's no such thing as ghosts. I know. And he pulls off to the side of the road, which I thought he was going to pull off and be like, ghosts are real. <laughs> but he pulls off to the side of the road to make a deal. Yeah, you cannot make deals and drive. No. Nope. You always pull over for important ultimatums. Absolutely. Safety first. Yes. He says, if I don't find what I'm looking for this time, I'll give it up and we can just be normal people again. Yeah. And she's like, do you mean that? Yeah, for real. Yeah. He's like, for for true. I promise <laughs> that we can do this. This is it. He says, <laughs> he says, if it doesn't work this time, we can just be normal people again. And yeah. Kat says, big if true. <laughs> And dad says, for true. For true. She's like, all right. <laughs> and they pinky promise. They pinky promise. And then they head back out on the road. There, I just have a couple questions about this scene. Because the way he phrases it is so weird. He says, you go with me on this one. Right. And I guess he means like emotionally. Because I'm like, she doesn't have a choice to right. physically go with you or not. Yeah. You're driving her. You're packed up all her stuff. Yeah, I do she think doesn't that have... he means like. Like, be along with me. Like, support me. Yeah. Help me out with this. Yeah. Like, keep an open mind. Yeah. Let me prove to you that it's, like, a worthy thing. Yeah. I don't know. And then also, because he says, you know, maybe you'll make friends where we're going. Maybe I'll make friends. I mean, after all, we're going to Friendship, Maine. So yeah. we already know that they're that's their destination. Mm-hmm. But then they pinky promise and they get back on the road and then they get, like, 30 feet and he has to turn the car around. Yeah. But we also see the sign for Los Angeles, so I'm like, was he just going in the wrong direction? And when he saw the sign, he was like, shit, Maine is the opposite direction? I they guess. just, they don't say anything about it. Because they were in Santa Fe. Yeah. So was he just going west? Like, I guess. if you're in Santa Fe, <laughs> at least for a while, you can just go east and you'll be heading towards Maine. Like, it's not. Yeah. You can go a couple states over before you're like, all right, now we should kind of pay attention to where we're going. But like, northeast <laughs> is a pretty good bet. Yeah. It's so like, I, I don't see Friendship Maine on any of these signs. <laughs> don't know where I'm going. I just don't understand. How do we get there? Why? It just, if I they had have just an app on my phone. included. Yeah, the turning around was what was confusing. Yeah, and yeah. all they needed was like a little voiceover of her dad being like, hey, if we're going to Maine, we should probably go, go the opposite direction. He's like, you're right, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Either way, they have finally arrived in Maine at Whipstaff Manor. Whipstaff went his whippy tail. <laughs> Uh, it's ugly. Yeah, they pull up and he says, hey, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. She says, if you're Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Stephen King already has a house in Maine, thank you. Probably more than one. Sef- several houses. He Stephen- doesn't need... Stephen King owns Maine. <laughs> Stephen is the king of Maine. Maine is not real. It's just something Stephen King made up for lore. <laughs> Kerrigan and Dibs have also shown up. Yeah. And they introduce themselves in the strangest way. Yeah. I just... I don't get it. Dibs introduces you know because kerrigan's like hi i'm kerrigan crittenden and that's dibs and yeah he says yes i'm her close personal friend and they're all just like okay we don't care what your relationship to each other is yeah i don't need to know so then cat says i'm cat his close personal daughter mm-hmm. which i did think was funny it was funny but then kerrigan grabs her face yeah it's really weird it's like the two of them are addressing the two of them yeah and then for some reason kerrigan and dibs like hone in on cat yes like physically like they're standing in front of her and then like grabbing her face yeah like yeah kerrigan like grabs her chin 
from yeah. underneath with her hand and like squishes her face a little bit and is just like, Cat, it's so nice to meet you. We're so glad you came all the way. And then Dibs like grabs Kerrigan's hand and moves Cat's face towards him. And yeah. is like very glad. And they just keep like doing this back and understand. forth. And Cat's like, You're kinda hurting my face. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, and they let her go. And then they go to talk to Doctor Harvey again. Yeah. It's really strange. I know. They seem like they have like another motivation for wanting her there yeah like that's what this is sort of feeling like but they don't yeah yeah like oh thank god there's a teen girl here because blah 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 blah. but yeah. like no they don't Mm-mm. and they're it's not upset weird. that she's there either nope. so i don't get it but and it just seems really out of kerrigan's personality to even acknowledge like a teenage girl yeah <laughs> you know absolutely yeah unless she was upset about it you know if she was like oh your kid's here too i didn't know that but she doesn't seem to be she knows that he has a kid because it it was on the news piece that she watched it just none of it makes any sense no but anyway but so kerrigan wants to know how long it's going to take for dr harvey to work his magic she's like you just go in there and spray and then they leave right and he's like no i mean this is i'm a psychiatrist like i'm you know psychological evaluations and therapy can take you know weeks or years Mm-hmm. And she's just like, no, years is out of the fucking question. Absolutely not. Like, days, of course. Weeks, sure. Months, no. Years, get, get the fuck out of here. Like, I, yeah. I don't have years. No. I need my treasure. Right. So she's just like, get in there and get to work. Here are some flowers. Goodbye. Yeah. They're really nice flowers. They are. I, that, that, too. I don't understand why she did this thoughtful thing. But then she yells at Dibs about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand her. But she also does... She withholds payment. Yeah. She has a check written, but then she doesn't give it to him. Yeah. she's But she doesn't say, I'm not giving this to you. She just doesn't give it to him. She takes it. She walks away and she's like, get to work. Bye. Anyway. Anyway, inside the house, mm-hmm. it's big and empty and creepy, like we have said before. Yes. But this time we get like a more bird's eye view of the room. Mm-hmm. And I was right. Yeah. There's a big spiral pattern on that floor. Yeah. In the front room. And I don't know why that information was still stored in my brain. Yeah. But I had not forgotten it. It's very strange. Did you know they also used this house for the Backstreet Back, the Backstreet oh. Boys, Backstreet's Back, All Right, Everybody oh. music video? Yeah. Was the floor like that? Yeah. Maybe that's why I remember. Oh, maybe. Because you saw it some more. Yeah. But yeah, so the big like dance uh-huh. scene with like all of them is in this room. Hey, audience, do yourselves a favor. Go back and watch that music video. Oh, it slaps. We can, You know what? We'll link it for you. We'll make it really it easy for you. It really does slap, but it is also weird as shit. Yeah, like, it's so unnecessary. Shows to spend money on. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it still kind of rules. It's not a spooky song, so it's weird because they're all like dressed yeah. as different monsters. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like weird distortion things happening to the like camera lens. Uh-huh. And then they're just in a big creepy house. Yeah. This one, in fact. Th- this creepy house, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll link it. Go watch it. I hadn't seen it. I Because when I was a kid, I didn't grow up with cable, and so I forgot that music videos existed. So yeah. I have not seen most music videos. I haven't either. And I still, people be like, oh, the music video. I'm like, oh, yeah. People make videos to go with their songs. I forget about it all the time. Yeah. And so I hadn't seen this one until I was, I don't know, two years ago? Like, nice. very recently. Yeah. It's so fun. It's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, uh-huh. Kat and James... Have turned the lights on, even though they were kind of already on. Oh, yeah. Because Casper was watching TV. Yeah. But in this scene, we learn that Kat knows how to fix things. And James does not. 
Right. She, she's like, oh, we need a this thing. And her dad's like, oh, yeah, that definitely is what we need. Yeah, I guess she put pennies in the fuse box. Yeah. Because she's like, pennies will hold for now, but we should get some 20 amps in the morning. And right. he's like, yeah, 20 should be should be good. Yeah. Sounds good. So Kat takes off after this to explore the house and find a bedroom. Mm-hmm. First, she finds a room with three beds that are engraved on the headboards. Yeah. They say, stretch, fatso, and stinky. Yeah. And she says, man, they had cruel parents. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder where dopey and sleepy live. Also, that house is humongous. Yeah. Why did the three of them have to share a room? They didn't have to. They wanted to because they're bros. Best friends forever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They could definitely all have their yeah, own the bedroom. The house is so big. I mean, the only reason is so that she doesn't have to open three different doors and turn on three different lights and see their beds. I but guess. like, yeah, in why do they even need beds? It doesn't make sense. Well, they don't need beds now, but they did when they were alive. And it implies that those were their beds when they were alive. <sighs> I just... Going by the name Fatso or Stinky as an alive person... I know, that's To what the I'm point saying. where you carve it into your headboard? Yeah. Stretch is fine. Sure. But like... The other two? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't either. Anyway, she does not choose that room for her room. She goes and finds another one. Yeah, she only needs the one bed. And she lays on the bed, and Casper is in the closet, and he says, There's a girl, and she's on my bed. Yeah, he's just like freaking out. He's like, I did it. I got her here. I got her to my house. What if she likes me? What if she doesn't like me? Yeah. That's Yikes. Fair. So James comes in her room, helps her unpack for a little bit, and by unpack, I mean he takes like two things out of a box, and then he's like, "Okay, bye." Yeah, he takes out a picture of her mom, and she he makes the weirdest noise at yeah. it, which I'm mm. like, "Did you not expect it to mm. be in there?" Mm. Right. <laughs> anyway, but so she's like, "Oh, mom goes over here," and she puts the picture on her nightstand, mm-hmm. and then he says, "Hey, what if I help you unpack?" And he takes one doll out of this box, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What's the point? We're just gonna move again in two weeks." Which kind of hurts his feelings. But she's like, I'm just kidding, Dad. This place, is, it's fine. You know, it's fine. But they have to move in two weeks because Kerrigan told them that this could only take weeks. Yeah, and this isn't their house. Yeah. So. They're just staying there while he does this job. Yeah. So they are going to have to move. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, he calls her Bucket. Yeah. And then leaves the room. Yeah. That's my name. I know. And my snake's name. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Actually, Weird. Is, Bucket, is my snake a junior? <gasps> since he's named after me is his name bucket snake yeah then yes <laughs> <laughs> i haven't thought of a middle name for him so yeah his middle name snake <laughs> bucket snake junior junior <laughs> but yeah so then he leaves which you know real helpful to yeah but you know i mean she is i think she's doing a pretty good job Making the best of it. She's mm-hmm. entitled to being a whiny little teen. She just wants friends. Yeah, God I mean, damn it. We've seen way shittier teens in oh, movies from in, the 90s. In like, way better circumstances. Yeah, she's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, and she's lost her mom. Yeah. She's moved around the country for the last two years. Sarah Williams from The Labyrinth. Yes. It's just Labyrinth. Could take a cue from this girl, okay? Yeah. She gets yanked around the country and her mom's dead and she's like, hey, you know, it's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Whereas your parents are, well- your, your dad parents and are both alive yeah and your stepmom is fine and your house is and your nice. house is huge yeah and, and in one place you're fine <gasps> anyway huff <laughs> huff yes she's doing great mm-hmm. she puts her sleeping bag on the bed and tries to lay down for a bit as she 
is going to lay down. Casper is, like, trying to approach, but then she, like, lays on him. Yeah. And he turns into a pillow. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was intentional or not. It would be, I hope it's not, because it would be a weird, like... I think he was just, like, going to approach her to say hi, and then she laid back at the same time. Yeah, he just becomes pillow-shaped. Yeah. But yeah, she's, like, trying to fluff this pillow, and she's, like, punching it and just punching Casper in the face. But I'm like, does she not not remember... That she didn't not put a putting a pillow down. Pillow yeah, down. And she's yeah. just like, oh, this pillow that I didn't have two seconds ago is lumpy. I don't know, but this ghost pillow, right? Yeah, it I'm doesn't work. Not Sorry. sure how old she's supposed to be. Do they ever say? They don't. Because I I did look up that she was fifteen when they were filming this, yeah. and I think she looks fifteen. Yeah. Um, but, but then she... they say that Casper is twelve later. Yeah, I know, but he doesn't look twelve. No. But also, she says that she's in junior high, which can be such a range. Yeah, like, when I was in middle school, it was only 7th and 8th grade. Yeah, mine was 6th, 7th, and 8th. My mom's middle school was 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Yeah. Which is insane. Because from the 6th grade to the ninth grade is, like, such a- you're such a different person. Yeah. From 12 to 15. Yeah. Is a big difference. And having those- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. But anyway, she cannot get comfortable, so she gets up and mm-hmm. she starts to unpack some clothes. Mm-hmm. Casper is thinking about how to approach her, kind of working on what to say, when he's, like, coming up behind her and she tosses a sock behind her and it goes into his mouth. Yeah. And he goes, whoop, and spits it out and hits her in the back of the head with it. Yeah. (laughs) She, like, freezes and then very slowly stands up. He also freezes. He's just like, ah, shit. So she stands up, slowly turns around, and he says hi, and she faints. And he's like, damn it! (laughs) I blew it! Terrible first impression! So he flies into the bathroom and, like, puts himself in the sink and turns the tap on. And then, like, it's so gross at first. I hate, like, old pipe water. Yeah, the water is, like, brown. brown. Rusty. Yeah, Yeah, because, I mean, who knows the last time it got turned on. But anyway, bangs on it and then it's fine. Yeah. But so he fills himself with water. He flies back into the room and, like, wrings himself out like a dishcloth onto her face. Which I'm like, that's gross even if the water is clean. Yeah. I just... That's a lot. It would have been... a lot been... of water, too. Yeah. Like, getting waterboarded. I feel like it would have been better if he would like, turned his hands into, like, a little bucket or, like, a cup uh-huh. or something. But just, like, wringing his body out yeah. onto her face is just kind of weird. Anyway, it she is. wakes up and he's like, do you feel better? And she screams. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, she would have done great in Jurassic Park. Right? That was a great scream. Because it's a great scream. That made me think of, I wonder how many girls actresses didn't get that part and went home and practiced screaming <laughs> and it like benefited their career yeah <laughs> like, maybe that yeah maybe that's what happened here she was like steven spielberg doesn't think i can scream well enough yeah so well, i'm gonna do a good job i gotta work on my screams right for the man so her dad comes running in when she when he hears her scream mm-hmm. and tries to calm her down but she's like dad i saw a ghost for real yeah i know i thought you were crazy but i saw one and it was white and it was see-through and it had a big head and he's just like, okay, okay. Yeah. Calm down. I believe yeah. you. But ghosts can't hurt you. Right. You know, they're just here because they have something to do. Yeah, they just got, they're just spirits with unfinished business. So. They just got to fill out their to-do list. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they left one thing unsigned and now they got to <laughs> go find it. Yeah. But so he's like looking around her room. He's like, well, look together. It's fine. You know, he opens her door. He's like, look, no ghost in here. Looks under the bed. Look, there's no ghost in here. Mm-hmm. Opens the I guess it's the closet door. Yeah. I don't know. The layouts of these rooms are, like, really weird. I can't quite tell what's... It looks like a closet. Yeah. So he opens the closet door. 
And he's like, see, no ghosts in here, even though Casper is definitely just in there. Yep. He says, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. And James nods at him and then screams and then slams the door. Yep. And then he picks Kat up and he's just like running through the halls with her. Yeah. Like hoisted over his shoulder and he keeps like turning around and it's yeah, like, and her like, hair Dad, goes, whoosh. Dad, put me down. Dad, yeah. I can walk. <laughs> Dad, this is weird. It's so funny. It is really funny. Bill Pullman is so adorable in this movie, He though. really is. Even his just, like, surprised scream face when he saw Casper, I was like, aw. Yeah. He's doing a good job. He's a cute dad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they run into a closet and close the door. Uh-huh. And he's like, stay here no matter what you hear. Yeah. And then he leaves her She's in like, oh, okay. And yeah. as he's leaving, she's like, dad, wait. I'm sorry. He's like, for what? She says, for not believing you. For thinking you were a total loser. <laughs> He's like, oh, honey, apologize later. Yeah. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then we see Casper, who is just so mad at himself. Yeah. He's just like, I blew it. But then he immediately hears some commotion outside. Yeah. And the other three ghosts have appeared. Mm-hmm. And boy, are they annoying. They really are. And they're very mean to Casper. Just awful. I know. Why does he stick around? I, I mean, obviously he can leave, so I don't know. I know. I mean, it's his house. I guess, but it's also their house. I yeah. don't understand, and it never explains their dynamic. No, nope. Are they actually his uncles? Or are they just also ghosts that are there? Yeah. It's I, just weird. I don't know. I don't get it. But they're mean. Yep. And he should leave. Who cares if it's your house? You don't remember anything about your life before anyway. Right. Why just do you go. feel tied to this house? You don't even, yeah. Yeah. Have memories there. Yeah. So, they're super rude to him. Like, he says, I guess they were at Belmont. Make terrorizing the horses yeah and he says did you have fun and stinky says on a scale of 10 to 1 10 being fun and 1 being you yeah we had fun i'm like that doesn't make any sense yes a perfect five out of seven yeah (laughs) it doesn't answer the question at all no but they start calling him names and asking him why he's not doing his chores Mm -hmm. and he's like listen i'll get right on it also let me go ahead and get dinner started you guys just stay out here just enjoy the weather it's uh, like really nice out here we can eat alfresco yeah fatso says that sounds great who is that (laughs) (laughs) alfresco yeah i get it yeah stretch is skeptical stretch says say short sheet you would be trying to keep us out of the house would you Mm-hmm. Casper's like, no, 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 no. It's just so nice out here. Figured we could sit outside and eat under the harvest moon. Mm. And they're like, oh, harvest moon, eh? And so they all sing a song terribly yeah. about the harvest moon. And Stretch plays Casper like an accordion and then stretches him out and sends him rocketing up into the sky. Yeah. So then they go inside. Yeah, they open the front door for some reason. I, it's just for the novelty. <laughs> yeah, they enjoy they opening like open doors, door, you know. But then they don't close the door. Yeah, why would you? Why would you open it? <laughs> they opened it because it's so nice outside. Yeah, they're like, he's got a point. Yeah, we really got to let this true. breeze in here take yeah, out some of this dust, air it out a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but they realize that Doctor Harvey is there. Yes, because he is upstairs looking for Casper, and he is very nervous. Yeah, we know this. He's just like, hello, hi, it's me. I would like to come into contact with you yeah. but please don't jump out at me or yeah. scream at me we're, we're past all that okay right? can here you, to help can you deal with that uh-huh and then the ghost trio says can you uh-huh and he turns around and they're big glowing eyes and big gnashing teeth and then he faints immediately they look very scary yeah i too would faint immediately absolutely and they all 
possess him. Possess sounds so much less aggressive than yes. what they actually do, which is fly down his throat. Yep. And it's gross. Yeah, they all yell, dive, 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 and jump into his open and mouth. And Fatso gets stuck for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. So, this is where Mel Gibson goes. Yeah, I guess. Because we were looking at the cast beforehand, and yeah. I was like, when the hell is Mel Gibson in this movie? But so what happens is he wakes back up, and he's like, oh, wow, that was nuts. Well, what just happened? And he walks into the bathroom to wash his face, and he mm-hmm. looks in the mirror, and first he sees Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Who I'm assuming is quoting Dirty Harry. Yeah. He says, I'm going to kill you, your mama, and all her bridge playing friends. Yeah, and then he turns into Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. You think you got it tough. I got a facelift. There was another one just like it underneath. <laughs> I'm losing to a rug. I'm losing to a rug. <laughs> and then he turns into Mel Gibson, who is just like handsome at himself. Like I he know. just it's wiggles like, his eyebrows at his own reflection. I guess they could afford Mel Gibson, but not Mel Gibson talking. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, all right, if you want me to say anything. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. Three million dollars. And then he turns into the Crypt Keeper. Ah! I know, that's very scary. This is one of those things that, like, I definitely didn't recognize any of these people as a child. Right, like, yeah. Like, I was just like, those are some faces, I guess. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Like, I mean, the only thing I'd seen Mel Gibson in at this point is Pocahontas. Which he is. And you don't see his face. Yeah, not physically in. New. No. So James backs up from the mirror because he's, you know, scared himself, and he gets his foot stuck in a bucket. Oh, there I am again. There you are again. Man, I didn't know you were in this movie. Yeah, I'm uncredited. <laughs> he tries to run, but because his foot's in a bucket, he, like, grabs the shower curtain where Fatso is showering for some reason. Yeah, and then it's just, like, incensed that yeah. he, like, oh, you know, it's <laughs> like, what? why were you in there? You're a ghost. Anyway, they're just trying to freak him out, I Gotta guess. clean your but... ectoplasm. Yeah. So he goes running down the hallway. With his foot still in a bucket. Yeah, Cat gets free of the closet for like half a second, but uh-huh. bounces off of Fatso and just goes back in. Yeah. And the door's stuck again. Yeah. So then we see one of the ghosts is under like the hallway runner. Yeah. And is like coming towards him making train noises and he's like freaking out. And then... I remember being scared of this part when I was a kid. Huh. Just like the something under the rug and like yeah. the ominous noises was just like a lot. Yeah, and the way me. that he's like looking at it. Which yeah. I'm like, it's not that you could just step over it. Right. But it's coming for him. It's coming for him. There could be anything under there. That's what's scarier. That's true. But it's just stinky under there. I know. And then he pops out and he says, Smellogram and blows his stinky breath into James's face. Yes. Which he falls down and rolls down the stairs, taking the rug with him. Yeah. Rolls himself up like a burrito. Sushi, anyone? California roll coming right up. Yeah, they just have little quips every 10 seconds. Yes, they do. And so he gets to the bottom and he unrolls. Right. And the ghost trio is there waiting with swords. All for one and one for all. And then Stretch sounding so much like, I don't know which one is the whiniest Beastie Boy because they get whinier as they go. Yeah. But he's like, catch your pants before they fall. And I'm just like, this yes. sounds like a Beastie Boy song. <laughs> and yep. I think that maybe they should have been voiced by the Beastie Boys. That would have been great. That would have been amazing. Especially if, like, Beastie Boys sound effects came out of their mouths, like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) And then there could have been some songs in there about being a ghost. Yeah. Oh, man. This movie's not bad enough for a recast rewrite. I think it's actually kind of great. Yeah. But. If. If we run out of other ones. Just a recast. We'll do it. Like, everything can stay the same. Just put Jennifer Tilly and Gene Wilder and the Beastie Boys in it. Yes. Perfect. Anyway. So they... Cut his belt and his pants fall off. Mm-hmm. 
And so then he goes running into the bathroom with his pants around his ankles mm-hmm. and locks the door. But they chase after him and they all stab their swords through the bathroom door around his head. And yeah, he does the classic, like, close scary. the door, lock it, and then lean up against it. Yeah. While he's trying to catch his breath and then all the swords appear around him. Yeah. Ooh. They could have killed him. Yeah. But they didn't. No, and now he's ready to fight because he's got a plunger. Yeah. And he comes out and he sticks it on Stretch's face and, uh-huh. well, stretches him out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand how that works, because he's not, like, fixed in one spot. He's a ghost. He would just come with you. Yeah, he's trying to fight it, maybe. I guess. Like, he's pulling back. He's just making it worse. But, so, Stretch goes flying, and then he sword fights with Stinky and Fatso up the stairs, Mm -hmm. and kind of tricks Stinky into stabbing Fatso with his umbrella, which then opens. Yeah, and he flies off like a balloon that just got popped. Yeah. And then I think he knocks stinky out of the way but then stretch comes back and says who do you think you are defiling our domicile dr james harvey your therapist (laughs) yeah that's not what he sounds like no but that was fun and then cat gets out of the closet again Mm -hmm. like right as casper goes to help her out of the closet and right as he opens it she like puts her shoulder into it and gets the door open so she goes flying out she like squishes onto him oh yeah absolutely yeah and then she screams again Mm -hmm. and then she heads downstairs to find her dad sword fighting with all of the ghosts right there's so many staircases in this house i love a house that has a staircase that goes like more than one staircase to the same floor yeah but they're like yeah i guess the upstairs hallway is so long that there's like a staircase on either side right. and they both come down on either side of the it's cool yeah it is very cool um but yeah dr harvey gets to the top of the stairs but stinky knocks him down again with his breath mm-hmm. and he gets back up and he starts sucking them all up with a vacuum cleaner yes and a i would like to say I love all of the slapstick uh-huh. in this sequence. Uh-huh. It's not too overdone, but no. it's funny. Yeah. And B, I distinctly remember my mom being upset that Fatso said, this sucks, as he got <laughs> sucked into the vacuum. Yeah. Because saying something sucked was like the worst thing you could ever say around my mom for some reason. That's weird. Like, there are other smaller, like, curse words in this movie. Yeah. But she was only ever mad about, this sucks. Huh. Anytime I would say something sucked, my mom would be like, what does it suck? Mm. like not like that uh-huh i'm eight years old like stop right you're <laughs> making me think about it like that yeah i don't even know what that means yeah like i don't know it just sucks it's just a thing i heard yeah it's bad <laughs> it's butt cheeks it is butt cheeks toads <laughs> but so cat runs up to him to ask if he's okay and he's like yeah 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 fine great why don't we uh why don't we go regroup yeah and then they like walk away and he leaves the ghosts in the vacuum cleaner but i'm like why can they not just get out they do eventually. I know. But they just, yeah, stay in there for too long. They're in there elbowing each other in the face. And then we get this very weird exchange where Stretch says, who let one? And Fatso's like, who do you think? And then Siggy says, who's got their pointy head in my... And Fatso interrupts him to say, that's not my head. And I'm like, is that a ghost boner joke? My pants are haunted. <laughs> Did you ever watch um, The Venture Brothers? Yeah. One of the boys, like, gets a boner and doesn't understand it, but oh he God. thinks there's a ghost in his pants, and yeah. he's, like, running around going, my pants are haunted! My <laughs> pants are haunted! Dean? <laughs> yeah. Dean and... <sighs> I can't remember. It's been so long. I watched all the first seasons as they were coming out, but yeah. it's been forever. But I do remember yeah. him it's the, running I imagine around. it's the blonde one, because he's the that. stupid one. Yeah. I think his They're name's Dean. Stupid. They are, but he's, like, the way stupider one. Yeah. The other brother's like, Dean? Yeah. Anyway. Sam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway. But yeah, so there's a ghost boater joke, and it's fine. He's like, you know, fellas, we're never this close anymore. Mm -hmm. You share a bedroom. Well, Cat has opened a door Mm -hmm. with a little dust devil. Yeah. Meow, meow. Uh, First, and she makes her way into the large kitchen, which looks very nice. It does. Yeah. Casper. Not gross. No, it's very clean. Casper pops up and says, good morning. Mm -hmm. And she goes to scream. Yeah. But he, like, wraps himself around her face to keep her from screaming. And his, he just says, hi, don't scream. Yes, I am a ghost, but I'm a friendly ghost. Don't be afraid. I won't hurt you. But if you scream, you'll wake up my uncles and they aren't fun. Uh-huh. Says it really fast. Yeah. It's just like, please, 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 please. Like, I get it. I know. I get it. Yeah. But I'm cool. I wish he had done this before. Be cool. But I understand why he didn't. Yeah. But... I mean, wrapping yourself around someone's face. Kind of last resort. Yeah. yeah. He's like, listen, <laughs> please. Yeah. But she nods. So he, like unwraps himself yeah and she says you're so cold and touches her face it's cute and then she follows him over to the big old dining table and he like pulls out a chair and she just ignores it and said it's in a different chair yeah which i was like rude maybe she thought he was pulling it out for himself (laughs) maybe so but she says i can see right through you and Mm -hmm. he's like yeah that's kind of what happens when you don't have any skin yep and she wants to know what he's made out of yeah and he says you know the tingling feeling when your foot falls asleep I think I'm made of that. Yeah. Does he feel like that all the time? I don't know. It's that uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. But we hear a ding. Mm-hmm. And Casper puts on a chef hat. Yes. Which I had to go and Google. It's called a toque. Ah. Which is actually an Arabic word for, for hat. Inhaling <laughs> weed. <laughs> T-O-Q-U-E. Oh, right. It's just, it just means hat. Yeah. It's just a hat. Cool. But I did learn a lot about toques, which is, like, the taller that they are, uh-huh. the more status you have in a kitchen. <laughs> that just seems inconvenient, though. I know. Like, doesn't it get floppy at a point? Well, there there was, they were talking about this one, like, French chef who was, like, considered himself so, like, such a good chef. He had an 18-inch tall hat that was supported with, like, <laughs> tiny wooden pieces so oh that it wouldn't God. flop over. And also... They add an inch every Michelin star you get. Yes. The more, like, pleats it has in it, mm. the more, like techniques you've mastered oh they don't do that anymore but yeah that's the way it used to be so if you saw a guy with like a really tall pl- very pleated hat it was like really good at a lot of things what if it was very tall but only had one pleat <laughs> it's very good at one thing yeah incredibly good so pleats are like chef's boy scout badges yes right they should write along the pleat what it is yeah yeah poached eggs <laughs> or whatever those are hard yeah so anyway Yes. He's making breakfast. And I have questions again. Yes, let's hear them. Because we see this giant basket of eggs. And the ding that we heard was this machine. It's like this giant Rube Goldberg machine that is making breakfast. Yep. Kind of. Like, it's cracking the eggs. But he's already got, like, hash browns made and bacon made. And there are pancakes, like, in a pan. Yeah. So is the machine just cracking eggs? Anyway, basically, my question is, what the fuck was with the 90s and all these complicated ass Rube Goldberg machines that make breakfast. This is yeah. the third time I know that we have encountered. I know and it's always something like morning specific. Yeah. Like machinery to do morning tasks. Yeah. It's never anything else. No. Well, it's making I mean, Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Flubber and this one, they all made breakfast. But even the other things that we have seen like um in Little Monsters, he has a thing for his alarm that yeah. is complicated, which is a morning thing. Oh yeah. Later in the movie, he has the up and atom machine, which is to get ready in the morning. Like they're right. all morning related I know things. I know. 
It's really weird. I don't get it. I don't either. The, the mornings were harder in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But then also, my other question is, where did all those eggs come from? Oh, the, the ghost chickens. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, Christ, silly me. They had unfinished business. It was <laughs> to lay eggs. They had unlaid eggs yes. when they died. I mean, even if they went grocery shopping, this is... Too many eggs. 50 eggs yeah. in a pile, yeah. in a basket. They're going like, to go bad. Yeah. Anyway, yes. he's frying eggs. Cat says, oh, I don't like my eggs sunny side up. They make me yak. Yeah. So he turns his hand into like a little fork and scrambles them in the pan. The noise that it makes made me like, ooh, for a second. Really? Yeah. It was like, <laughs> no one else in this room has listened. Well, maybe you've heard because it's Cody Johnson. Yeah. The way that he makes the going back in time sound effect oh, is yeah. what it sounded like. Hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Anytime he's, like, on a show where they're talking about going back in time. Yeah. Or, like, a time that happened, you know, previously, he'll be like, ooh, let's get in the time machine. And he'll go... (laughs) (laughs) I did recently listen to Behind the Bastards, and they were doing that. I don't know if they were making fun of him. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Because, yeah, he was just like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really gross. I hate it. That's the sound of a time machine and also scrambling an egg. I guess so. In case you're curious. Yeah. Well, now they're edible, at least. If the sound hasn't put her off, at least she can eat them from looking at them. Yeah. But then he's also making pancakes and flipping them. And he's doing all of this with, like, wiggly eyebrows. I know. Everything that he does. He's like, huh? He turns and looks Uh at her to be like, see? Uh I'm good at things. And then he pours some orange juice. He picks up a big carafe of orange juice. Holds his hand over a glass. Pours the orange juice through his hand. Mm -hmm. The juice goes through, but the pulp does not. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's cool that he can, like, selectively choose which things pass through him and which don't. Right, because he's obviously holding the carafe, so he's yeah, got he's a full that. grip of that. Yeah, but the juice goes through his hand. Right. the pulp doesn't. He uses his hand as a strainer. Yeah. And then he flings all this orange juice pulp up against the wall. I know, and the whole kitchen is so clean, and he's been doing everything so precisely, and then yeah. you're just like... He just goes... And then looks at her like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like... I guess she doesn't have to clean it up, but what? Yeah. Also, he was so worried about first impressions, and this ghost is smooth as fuck. I know. I mean, this is impressive. Yeah. Especially when you're whatever age. A hundred and In your teens. Four. <laughs> no, I mean for Kat. <laughs> I know. You know, I was just like, oh man, look at this guy. Making breakfast. Making me breakfast. Yeah, because as we learn later, Kat's probably just been eating french fries for breakfast for the last two years. So yeah. She's probably real excited about all this food. Yeah. But yeah. Um, she would like to know, as he's doing all this, can you go invisible? Mm-hmm. And he yeah. says, haha, that one's easy. Yeah. Flies over to her, goes to hand her the orange juice, and she seems reluctant, but I don't think it's about the juice. No, it's because his hand is holding it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he says, it's fresh. Yeah. She's like, all right. So she, like, goes, she's like, I've never done this before. Can you hurt me? And he says, no. She says, can I hurt you? And he's like, no. Yeah. So they hold their hands out. Yep. And they touch, they go to a very slowly high five. But then Casper's hand goes through Kat's hand. Which I'm like, but he can touch things. Yeah. Did he just decide to go through her hand at this point? Yeah, that's way more interesting. I guess. But doesn't he want to touch her? I mean, he's still, he probably can still feel it. Yeah. Would be my guess. But I mean, she's, you know, if they just like, pap, who can, you can do that with anybody. <laughs> that's not exciting. Pap. <laughs> but then James shows up. Yeah. Good morning, Dr. Harvey. Would you like some breakfast? I know, he's such a friendly ghost. 
Oh wow! Well, that's, that's yeah. Why they? Oh, mm. The thing from he he weren't lying is what I'm saying. That yep. ghost do be friendly. That ghost do be being friendly. <laughs> so Doctor Harvey sits down, and Casper serves them both. Yes, and then he offers to go get the paper for Doctor Harvey, whichever one he wants. You know, mm-hmm. you want the New York Times, you want the Post, like. I'll go get it. Tokyo something? Yeah. The Tokyo Drift? (laughs) The Tokyo Drift, yes. The local paper for Tokyo. (laughs) So yeah, he flies away. Uh Uh-huh. And they each have a plate of like 15 pancakes in front of them. I know. Plus eggs, plus bacon, plus orange juice. Yeah. And there's like potatoes. The pancakes are not real. Yeah. They're computer generated. Why? I don't know. You made everything else except for the pancakes. That's so weird. It's super bizarre. I don't, I don't, it's, maybe they forgot. <laughs> they were like, we'll fix it in post. I don't know. The store was out of Bisquick. I just don't. They could only get eggs. No. <laughs> no other ingredients. Why they would bother. I don't know. Maybe they were just like, we don't have to make pancakes. We could just. But then why would you make anything else? I just, I truly don't get it. Yeah, it's really strange. But so he's like, well, I hope you're hungry. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair because yeah, there's a mountain of pancakes in front of them. I wonder if they were like, we will make a reasonable a reasonable ma- amount of pancakes. And then when they were putting in the computer generated ones, they were like, ha ah. <laughs> Just kept hitting like add, copy paste. Add. Add. <laughs> Control V. Control <laughs> P for pancake. Control P. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. But they're about to start eating when they hear helicopter noises. Yeah. And it gets, like, really windy in there. Yeah. As though helicopters were landing. Mm. And then we see the ghost trio using their, like, head pointies. <laughs> I don't know what you call them. Yeah, you know, their head pointies. Are. Yeah, they're pointy on top. And then their tails as helicopters. Yep. And then they land. Stretch says, I love the smell of fleshies in the morning. Ugh. But then a window screen opens on its own. It, yeah, it just, like, whoop, pops open. And they all start screaming and melting. Yes. doing like the wizard of oz thing oh what a world what a world yeah and then they disappear through the floor they just disappear and into puddles and then they're gone and james, james says, and cat are like looking at them over the table they're gone they yeah. must have crossed over yeah but then suddenly the rest of all of the shades pop open right and then here come the ghosts again yeah they're like wearing sunglasses and doing the cool guy lean in the corner of the room and they're yeah. like <laughs> just kidding what was the point oh just to prove that they can do whatever they want yeah just to get their hopes up that they were gone and then be like haha can't get rid of us that easily i feel like they haven't been that annoying yet Mm. for it to be like oh you thought we were gone like yeah i also thought you were kind of cool i don't know anyway well they did get in a sword fight oh that is true so then stretch yells for casper and mm -hmm. casper shows back up and stretch yells at him for serving the harveys first and he keeps getting bigger and bigger and louder and he's like give me my meal yeah so casper's like all right damn and he flies into a cupboard and then comes back out holding three plates of, like, cake? Yeah, there's, like, They just like look like Twinkies and, and yeah, yeah. Just a pile of junk food. Mm-hmm. And so they start eating very loudly and very messily. And yeah. I think I talked about this yeah, at did. the top where it's just, like, hitting the floor in a gross pile and they're making gross noises. Yeah, and- it's like they can chew it, but it doesn't stay in their bodies. And so it just, like, yeah. plops onto the floor. Yeah. And Casper is sweeping it up as it lands. hmm And Stretch gets mad. He's like, this floor used to be dirty enough to eat off of. Uh-huh. But Casper's like, we have guests. Right. <laughs> Stretch is like, guest this. Just turns his face into a giant sneaker and punts Casper. Yeah, so mean. 
So Cat stands up and yells at Stretch. He's like, what is your problem? He was just trying to help. And yeah. Stretch is like, it's my fucking house, dude. I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> but Cat says, says, piss off. Piss off. I know. And he tells her to take a hike. Yep. And she says, get a grave. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Harvey is like, yeah, let's not antagonize the ghosts. And ushers her out the door. He's like, you're going to be late for school. Have a great day. Yeah. And you'll have fun. Bye. Closes the door behind her. She didn't eat nary a one of her 15 pancakes. She, well, it's because they weren't real. Yeah. <laughs> she cannot. Nary a one. <laughs> she yells, drop dead at the ghosts. And one of them goes, too late. <laughs> yes. And then he turns around. And they're all staring at him, chewing very noisily. Yeah, it's really gross. And he's like, listen, fellas, we got off on the wrong foot. But let's talk about this. I know you shouldn't be here. You know you shouldn't be here. Finish your meal and then meet me in my office and we will talk through this and yeah. we'll work on your unfinished business and we'll work on the process of crossing you over. Right. What do you say? Yeah. And so they all throw a bunch of chewed cake at him. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that's the implication of what it is. Yeah. It doesn't look... What hits him does not look the same as what is on the floor. No. Because what hits him looks thoroughly chewed. It looks like it was processed through a body. Yes. As in poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like poop. But he's just like, huh. Yeah. But he goes, he looks at his watch and then he's like, well, it's your hour. I'm like, you're going to bill these ghosts? I mean, somebody needs to pay him. Maybe well, the ghosts sure. have money. Maybe so. So Kat is walking to school. Mm-hmm. She nearly gets run over by this blonde girl who tells her to watch it. Yeah, super rude. And she turns around and stares at her for a long time. Yeah. On the bike, and I really thought she was going to run into this telephone pole. Yeah. Because she's turned around for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but Watch then, where you're going. After she goes by, a guy comes by. He mm-hmm. has very 90s bangs and hair. Yes. He says, hey, Amber, wait up. Uh-huh. He smiles at Kat as he passes by. Yeah. And then, like, looks back to smile again. Does and a double take. really cute. And yeah. she's like, oh, that cute boy just smiled at me a bunch. Yeah. So then she's in the school, and she's mm-hmm. trying to open her locker, but she can't get it. She's wiggling, and an arm just kind of snakes over and bangs on it twice, and it pops open. Yeah. And then we see the arm belongs to the boy that we saw earlier, mm-hmm. and he's like, I had that locker last year. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, hard eyes. Like, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But then we see... His name is... Does he introduce himself? Yes. Yeah, he says, my name is Vic, and she's like, hi, my name is Kat, you know. Uh-huh. But then Vic's bitchy girlfriend, I guess. Yeah, Amber, I guess they're dating. I don't know. Again, they're I always together. They're always together, and yeah. he's like doing things for her, even though he doesn't like it. And yeah. so he's growing into a real dibs. Right. <laughs> that is the mark of a true '90s hetero relationship. Right. Is that the dude doesn't want to be there. Yeah. So yeah, his bitchy girlfriend Amber from Two Lockers Over says, "Coming, Vic." Mm-hmm. And I would just like to say that Amber really needs a haircut. Yeah. Because the last six inches of her hair are just sad wisps. Yeah. They're the real ghosts in this story. Yes. <laughs> you can hear the crispiness as she swooshes down the hallway. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Maybe Dr. Harvey can work on that next. <laughs> we need to work on you crossing over. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying to my clients. Crispy hair split ends. Yes. Let's work on this. Let's, your unfinished business. Snip, 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 snip. <laughs> I do joke with my clients who I've known for long enough to joke with about their ends getting crispy and being like, I've done all I can do. Yeah. Please let me go. I gotta go. Or I'll be like, I can hear your hair. It says. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Yikes. 
Anyway. I've never experienced that. Yeah. In the classroom. Mm-hmm. The teacher explains that the gym is still dealing with the asbestos problem. Yeah. So they're going to have to push back the Halloween dance by a few months, which, A, it's cool that they're having a Halloween dance. I never yep. had one of those. Nope. B, asbestos in the 90s. Yeah. Get it together. Listen, they're dealing with it as best as they can. <sighs> <laughs> but so Amber stands up and she's like, well, and she does a big flip with her hair because she turns to address the class. <laughs> she's like, as you know... <laughs> As you know. My parents recently finished their new boathouse, so I'm sure it won't be a problem if we have it at my place. And I'm like, the whole school? On your boathouse? In, on... Boathouses are not big. No. Yacht? Big. Boathouse? Not big. Well, I don't think it's a houseboat. I think it's like a oh. building oh, for their boat. boathouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like maybe, because this is like seafront property, so they have yeah. their house, and then they have like another house that's like right on the water, maybe, right, where their boats right. go. Just because they have so much money, you see. Oh, yeah. Still, though, just the whole school. And then there's, like, a smattering of sad applause, and Vic looks, like, annoyed and Yeah, it's, like, not the impressed. weirdest applause, too. Like, yeah. She comes off as the popular kid that thinks that she's popular, but right. really she has just bullied everyone into, like, putting up with her. Yeah, I don't basically. think any of these kids actually like her. No. She just has the most money, and so they hang out with her. Or yeah. they tolerate her because she's loud and a bully and Yeah, and will rich. be mean, yeah. Exactly. But the teacher's like, great! Because apparently he has no qualms about having a school function at a student's house without first verifying with her parents that it's okay. Or verifying with any of the kids' parents. Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's settled. On to our next less important piece of business. <sighs> the new kid. So he says, I'd like you all to meet Harvey Kathleen. Which everybody thinks is funny. Yeah, they all laugh. And she, you know, kind of stands up. And yeah. he says, would you like to say hi to everyone? So she has to walk to the front of the class. And Amber, like, under her breath is like, Harvey. Right. It's more laughter. And the teacher says, tell us all something special about yourself, Kathleen. Yeah. So I don't understand why he called her Harvey Kathleen two seconds ago when he knows her name is Kathleen. I mean, he clearly read it wrong, but then just, like, didn't correct Doesn't himself. acknowledge. Yeah. yeah. Isn't like, oh, sorry, Kathleen Harvey. And it's not funny that everybody's no. like, huh, he called you Harvey. It's like, okay. Yeah. Also, whatever. Did, did this ever happen to you when you were growing up? I have never moved. Not to you, but like, do you remember a kid like ever having to introduce themselves when they moved to your school? Because I think I it think only so. happened on TV. I never. Just happens in the movies. Yeah. I never experienced this. Yeah. Being like, hello, everyone say, I mean, I guess because they're coming in the middle of the year. Even that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it ever happened. There was just like. It's just like, yeah, they were a just there. New kid now. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Especially it in happens. a school where you like switch classes. Right. Like a junior high, you don't stay in the same classroom all day. Right. So, so sometimes who cares? there's just a kid there. Yeah. And sometimes they just leave. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think it I ever. I think it's just a movie thing. Have, yeah, just for added tension. I guess. But anyway, she says, well, it's cat. Yeah. And then Amber's like, meow. And everyone Shut laughs up, again. Amber. Jesus. I know. Fucking leave this girl alone. Also, it's not funny. Her name is Cat. That's a very normal name. Amber. She just meowed. Like, that's not a joke. These kids are thirsty for jokes. Yeah. And poor Amber, when that 311 song comes out in a few years. Whoa. Is gonna regret every joke she ever made Amber about someone's name. <laughs> Whoa. So Cat tries to make a joke back. Uh-huh. She says, friendship seems like a friendly place. Yeah. Someone says. Uh. Which I'm like, oh, that's not funny. 
tough crowd. <laughs> but she's looking around as she's standing up there and she sees Casper's head in the painting of Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And while she's talking, Casper is tying everyone's shoelaces together. Yeah. So then the teacher says, so where are you guys living? Which is a weird fucking question yeah. for a teacher to ask a child. Why is everyone so up in this girl's business? I don't know. I mean, I know that the point is so that she can say so that she can say she lives at Whipstaff. But there there are so many other ways to get that into the conversation. Right. Or just maybe wait a second. So, you know, how are you liking friendship or whatever? Anything else you want to tell us about yourself? Yeah, yeah I moved into this crazy old house. It's called Whipstaff Manor. It, it's just weird that he's going to ask her in front of everybody. Like, so where do you live? Where do you live? Which, I mean, even if she doesn't give an exact location, is going to talk about like her financial status. If they know the neighborhood, you yeah. know, like where she, it's just a terrible and creepy question. But anyway, she says outer space, which everybody does think is funny. Yeah. So she, now she's got a good joke in. She's on the, she's, she's got the, the kids up. on her side. Yeah. And then she says, no, uh, whip staff. And that quiets the whole room down immediately. Yeah. She's like, oh, you've heard of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, and someone says, you actually live there? Mm-hmm. And Kat's like, yeah, I mean, it's not so bad. You know, once you get past the way that it looks, the fact that it's like super creepy. And Amber's like, yeah, if you drink blood. Uh-huh. But then some kid from the back just pipes up and yeah. says, hey, teach. Hey, teach. We don't have anywhere. He says the teacher's name in our room. We don't have anywhere to have this party. This girl lives in a big, creepy house with room to spare, he says, presuming the size of her family. I mean, obviously she doesn't have 50 people in her family, but still he's like, with room to spare. Sounds like a no-brainer. Let's just have the Halloween party at her house. This is not how things work. No, not at all. No, you can't just decide that a school function will be held at someone else's house. You just met this girl five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. But Amber gets upset about this. She pops back up to address the class again, which I'm like, didn't he just tie her shoelaces together? But it's fine. Whatever. I don't know if he made it to that part of the class yet. Oh, okay. And she's like, hello, I thought we decided we were having the party at my place. (laughs) Okay, fine. We'll take a vote. Whoever wants to have the party at my house, raise your hand. And she doesn't really raise her own hand. She like sticks her hand out straight in front of herself so awkwardly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? She can't. She can't lift her arms no. above her head that's too much right she has someone who does that for her and then the teacher says whip staff uh-huh without asking cat if it's okay yeah who has not asked her father or no. the person who owns the actual house yeah they don't even own that house they're no. gonna have a whole school in it but all the hands go up for a second i was like yeah, maybe it's just the one class, but yeah. we see later, the house is full. So many people, and there are, like, other adults. And why is this guy in charge of <laughs> where the Halloween party happens? I just, just, it's just dumb. Anyway, anyway, the bell rings, and everybody gets up to leave, and they all fall on their face because all their shoelaces are tied together. <laughs> Classic ghost prank. <laughs> so now, Uncle Line Trio is waiting in Dr. Harvey's office. That's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. But yeah, they're just in there smashing shit. Uh-huh. Fatso pulls his degree from Johns Hopkins and just throws it. Yeah. Like, using it as skeet yep. for stretch. Pull! Yeah, he pulls the picture of Amelia out of a box and goes to throw it, but James catches it and he says, not this one, thanks. Yeah. But they make some remarks about her. Yeah. They're, like, looking Ooh, at her what picture. what a catch. Is she, is she single? Yeah, and James is like, no, she's my wife, and also she's dead. Mm-hmm. But Stretch catches on to this pretty quickly. He starts 
chiding Fatso for saying mean things about her. Yeah. He's like, she uh, don't say mean things about Amelia. You know, she's never been anything but nice to you. Blah, blah, blah. And immediately James is like, wait, you've seen her? Yeah. And Stretch says, of course, who hasn't? She's the nicest lady around. Yeah. Why, you looking for her? You're not looking for her, are you, Doc? He's like, that actually is not the point of this session. Not what we came here to talk about. None Mm -hmm. of your business. But since you brought it up, if, maybe, just curious, asking for a friend, is there any way that you can go find other ghosts and communicate with them? JK, unless. (laughs) And they're like, well, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. You can't do it. They're like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll make you a deal. Usually there's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of paperwork. Gotta go through a lot of channels. But we can figure it out for you if you keep Crittenden off our backs. Mm. And he's like, okay, deal. You got it. And so Stretch is like, Fatso, go get Amelia. Yes. And Fatso leaves. Yep. And then there's like, two seconds later, there's like a knock yeah. on his office door. And, and it's glowing on the other side. And there's a bunch of glowing side. light. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them is like, wow, that was fast. And Dr. Harvey is, like, approaching it really slowly, and they're like, go, you know, go to her. Because he, he's they like, both have, like, I think that's for you, Doc. Big puppy dog eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he finally makes it to the door, and he opens it, and there's a bunch of fog, and through the fog we see Fatso, dressed like a lady, with yeah. a bunch of makeup on, and Big he's old like, titties. my man, and smooches Dr. Harvey so hard that all of his makeup and clothing fall off. And then he laughs a lot about it. I've never kissed anyone that hard. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're not a ghost. That's true. It was probably just clinging, barely. <laughs> just like thinking about how I wouldn't have to buy makeup remover wipes. Just smooch somebody? Yeah. Mm. So it pops off. Well, I'm going to bed. Come here real quick. Mwah! Nice. <laughs> Cleaned my pores. Perfect. So then there's a knock at the front door. Yes. And Cat opens it and uh-huh. it's thick. <gasps> she says, what are you doing here? I mean... And he says, the teacher told everyone where you live so that I could show up and bother you. Yeah. No, he says, can I come in? And she's like, absolutely not. No, yeah. Let's just stand outside. It's nice out here. So closes the door. Breezy. Yeah. Casper is watching all of this go down. Yeah. Because he's like right on the inside of the door. I think yeah. she looks at him and she's like, nope, you can't come in my house. There's a ghost right there. Yeah. And then Casper like... <laughs> cleans like a circle in the door and is yeah. looking through and then just sticks his head through because he's a ghost because he can do that mm-hmm. uh yeah but vic would like to know if cat has asked her dad about having the party at their place and she says yeah he kind of hit the ceiling but i think it'll be fine yeah and then she's glancing <laughs> at casper the whole time and um he's casper's like creeping around you know yeah and vic Gives her this most charming, dimply smile. I know. And he says, hey, if you're not hooked up with someone already, do you want to hang out at the party? Yeah. And Casper is behind him this whole time. Like, when he runs, when Vic runs his fingers through his hair, Casper runs his fingers through his knot hair. Yeah. He, like, is mocking all of his movements. Yeah, he, like, pulls his backpack further up on his shoulder and Casper, like, Mm -hmm. And then he does something else and casper mimics hanging himself it's just like oh yeah do you want to hang out at the party oh yeah you're like yeah and cat like looks at him and then looks at vic and is like i would love to yeah vic's like great tight and he leaves then he leaves he couldn't just call oh i mean he knew where she lived right because she said so but the phone number they're not in the book anywhere oh it's uh 420 (laughs) 
six nine six six nine six nine. Of course. Area code six six six. Wow. What a number. Friendship Main. Area code six six six. So as Vic is leaving, we see that Amber is waiting, like in the front yard, kind of hiding behind this giant fountain. Yeah. And she's like, "Did you ask her?" And Vic's like, "Yeah." Yeah. And she's like, "And she actually believed you." <laughs> Vic's like, this really bites, you know? And Amber's like, no, this is so totally perfect. I don't understand this at all. Uh, Amber has been scorned by the new girl. She doesn't get to have the Halloween dance at her house. I'm sorry, her boat house. Because of this new bitch who just showed up and lives in this creepy house. Oh my god, this is so rude. I can't believe it. Does she know who she's dealing with? Oh she's god. new around oh here. No. She's broken. <laughs> it won't stop. <laughs> no, but I just mean like... <sighs> She implies that they had to do this to go set up for, like, some plan. They're going to prank her. Yeah. But their prank later on is, like, just being in that costume. That's true. It actually has nothing to do with Vic being her date for the dance. And everything to do with crushing her emotionally. Just as an added bonus. Okay. Because Amber sucks a lot. Well, so does Vic because he's going along with it. Well, uh, I think he's... He was being like blackmailed or something. I mean, truly, because he's like, I don't want to do this. And she's like, um, nobody fucking asked you, Vic. And it's like, what kind of hold does she have on you, dude? Like, what? I promise, whatever it is, it's not that bad. No. Just let her tell the whole school your embarrassing secret. You're right. charming and handsome. And yeah. then move on. Don't nobody let her do this to you. That you have nine toes. It's fine. It's fine. Nobody Just cares that you, chill. you know, have rubber sheets because you wet the bed. It's Aww. fine. It's fine, Vic. <laughs> Whatever she has on you, it's fine. Unless you killed a guy. In which case, you should probably deal with that. Anyway, back in Whipstaff, Kat is fixing her hair in the mirror in her room. Yeah. She's looking so happy. Yeah. She opens her music box to get out a scrunchie, and Casper is there. He is very tiny, and he is dancing with the little music box figure. That's so cute. And he says, I'm a good dancer. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kat's like, "Uh uh-huh, closes the door. He appears as a shirt in her dresser. Uh Uh-huh. He says, I don't need a costume. Uh Uh-huh. And then she closes the drawer. Yeah. Then he appears with some balloons in a closet. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm always the life of the party. Yeah. How many parties have you been to, Casper? You don't know. So (laughs) many. The cat is like, okay, look. All right. I get it. I know you want to go, but I have a date. What does this Vic guy got that I haven't got? Uh, A pulse? Big fleshy deal. Uh, tan? He, like, pulls at his ghost skin. He says, very bad for your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about a reflection? <laughs> he goes to look in the mirror and he's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got me on that one. Casper's like, okay, chalk that one up to the Vic column, but can he do this? And he makes himself look like Superman. Uh-huh. But still with his giant bulbous head. Yes. And he has a big C on his chest. Yes. But then he imitates the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Says, come with me if you want to live, which yeah. is terrifying. And then drags her out the window and off the balcony. By her ankle? Yes. Well, he's grabbed her by the wrist and drags her over the edge and then drops her and then flies down and catches her by the ankle and flies away with her. And yep. she's like, Casper, this is too high. And she's ah. freaking out the whole time. Also, this exchange is cute. But yeah. Didn't they just meet like yesterday? Yes. She has not been in this house for very long. No. Because the timeline I feel is like they get there day one. Yeah. The next day is the day that Casper makes breakfast and she goes to school. Yes. And then this is day three. Yes. So. not Time has not passed. No. For so, him to be like, I mean, he decided already that he was in love with her because he saw her on the TV. Right. But I don't know. It just feels like 
the way they interact with each other is like people that have known one another for a long time. Oh, yeah. You know, just being like, I don't know, like they haven't discussed the dance at all. Yeah. And she's acting like, I know you want to go. Yeah. Like we've talked about this. Yeah. I, I mean, know. maybe they talked about it after she got home from school. Yeah. And she was like, you know, dad, can I go to this? Can I have this dance at our house? And right. Like, you know, they had, I mean, they had time, but yeah, it, they just, the familiarity between them is uh too much for people who have just met. Much too much. Two days before. Anyway, so now they are sitting on a lighthouse above the ocean. Mm-hmm. Did he fly her all the way there by holding her by the ankle? I mean, I'm hoping that maybe he like f- flipped her real quick. But maybe not. How did they get back? Same way. All right. Give me your ankle. Let's go. (laughs) By the hands this time, please. (laughs) But yes, they're sitting there. Casper says he goes there every night. And Kat asks what he was like when he was alive. Mm Mm-hmm. He says, I don't know. Don't remember. I don't remember any of it, actually. Not anything. And she's like asking more specific questions. What about your dad? What about your mom? What about? And he's like, I don't remember any of it. Yeah. Like none of it. Yeah. And he's like, is that bad? And she says, no, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. So then they get back home. Uh, they've flown on ankle airlines. <laughs> back laying in bed. Casper says, I wonder why I don't remember anything. Yeah. And he's like floating, laying next to her while they talk. Yeah. Which is cute. It is. He's like not in the bed, but he's just like laying on his side as if he were in a bed. Yeah. But and, Kat. Yeah. Kat says that she's worried she's going to forget little things about her mom. Yeah, and she lists off little cute things about her mom, like her making breakfast in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. her putting on lipstick. Like, they're cheesy, like, very stereotypical things, but it is, like, a sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says she's worried that if her mom is a ghost, her mom is going to forget her. Mm -hmm. And Casper's like, nobody could forget you. There's no way. Mm -hmm. And then he says, Cap, Mm -hmm. if I were alive, would you go to the Halloween dance with me? Mm -hmm. Cat. Mm-hmm. What was that last bit? <clears throat> Can I keep you? <laughs> she says, mm-hmm. But she's, like, mostly asleep. Yeah. And he kisses her cheek, and she says, Casper, close the window. It's cold. But he does not do that. Well, because the window isn't open. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if they showed it or not. No, she just says that because he because kisses her and it's cold. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I knew. Anyway. But yeah, he just curls up at the foot of her bed like a cat. Yeah. And goes to sleep. Yeah, it's very cute. So the next morning, Cat goes to breakfast. And she startles her dad. I found your visa card. He's like, Bleh. but he says, where was it? Oh, it was in your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. And next time I just steal money from people, that's how I'm going to use it. Be oh, like, next time is that a common thing you do? Yeah. Where is my wallet? <laughs> I found your money. Where was it? In your pocket. Bye. <laughs> Finders keepers. Yeah. <laughs> just because I rummaged through your shit for an hour doesn't mean anything. Anyway, she was like, I was wondering if I could take this visa card and buy a Halloween costume that I saw in a store window. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but you always used to make your Halloween costumes. And she's like, well, I mean, not, I didn't, but like mom made them. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, he's like, oh, I think I could come up with something. Yeah. I could roll you up in aluminum and you could be a leftover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she's like, yeah, uh, no, thank you. And he's like, listen, you'll figure it out. You always look cute. Yeah, but she doesn't want to look cute. No. She wants to look nice. Oh, yeah? How nice? Like date nice excuse me <laughs> says dr harvey excuse me <laughs> he's like oh maybe cat maybe it's time we sat, sat down and uh and she's like oh it's too late for that then yeah and he says how late oh not that late 
Yeah, did he just ask his young teen daughter if she was pregante? Am I pregnant? <laughs> no, I think he's just making sure that she has not boned anyone yet. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm she's old like, enough I, to know. I know what sex is, but no, I haven't done it. But we're not yeah. that late. Dang. Right. You're just right there in the middle, Dad. Pregan and aunt. <laughs> Did that one get you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Whew. But he says, I cannot buy you anything. I do not have money until I get paid. Yep. That card is pretty useless. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll uh, figure it out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'll have oh a God. great party anyway. So then we hear the West Friendship 3 ah! singing, it's my party. <laughs> and she's just like, Dad, whatever you do, please don't let them crash the party yeah and he's like you know i th- I think they're doing a lot better and i think that we are making, making some progress making headway yeah. yeah and then we just hear the ghosts all laugh and sing some more and he looks very grim yeah uh, i don't think he actually believes what he's saying no and he is also starting to grow a beard i think yeah to Get show that he is like yeah frazzled and getting stressed out and tired they well, probably don't let him sleep much also he probably hasn't unpacked his razor they've only been there for three days yeah that's true he tries to pour his coffee from like way too high up yeah. Like, you're gonna splash all over the table there, Dr. Harvey. Yeah. But it doesn't make it to the cup. It just floats off into the distance, and one of the ghosts says, Scream or sugar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, minus all the gross stuff, yeah. I would definitely be this kind of ghost. Oh, absolutely. We just are like... this kind of ghost now. Oh, that's true. <laughs> just making terrible jokes. Yeah, just bad jokes and pulling dumb pranks. Like, this is a harmless, like, ha your coffee missed the cup. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. I took it. And now I'm gonna... seats out from people yeah. as they're about to sit down. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's not. It depends on the person. It's funny. Oh. Well, as long as they're healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt anyone. No. It would just be funny. Anyway, Kat is exploring the house. Yeah. Which, this I would be like, I'm not going to school. Right. I have this giant house to explore. I'll yeah. go to school next week. You need to I'm touch not, you everything. Know, I'm not going to school ever. Fuck this. Who needs it? <laughs> Fuck this. My dad's a ghost therapist. Right. But she finds a crate in the attic? Yeah, in the I guess. Yeah. yeah. She's in a very dusty room, so that narrows it down. Right. Uh, and it is marked C. McFadden. Uh-huh. And she looks very pleased with herself about it. Yeah. Dr. Harvey, at the same time, is walking into his office, and mm-hmm. the ghosts are there with pads of paper and glasses and ready to analyze him. Ah, Dr. Harvey, we are ready for your appointment. And they're all like, oh, you're late. So rude. Unprofessional. Yes. Kerrigan and Dibs are watching through the window. Uh-huh. And they look annoyed and confused, respectively. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Harvey is giving them the silent treatment as he's, like, packing his stuff up. He's not responding to any of their antics. He yep. is just, like, getting his shit together. Mm-hmm. So they try to get him to talk to them. Yeah. But he's just ignoring them. And yeah. they decide, this calls for drastic measures, boys. Yep. Happy hour? Happy hour? Happy hour. Happy hour! So they all fly over and pick Dr. Harvey up. Yeah, and we see him, like, just smile a little bit. So we know this was clearly a tactic of him being like, I'm gonna make the ghosts come to me. Yeah. He's a very good psychiatrist. Yeah. He's using reverse psychology. Yes. Reverse psychiatry. Yeah. (laughs) If you're a psychiatrist. Right. (laughs) So they pick him up and they fly him right out the window. And Kerrigan and Dibs, like, duck. And Dibs is just like, mad yeah he's just like this is appalling you pay a man to get the ghosts out of a house and what does he do he gets the ghosts out of the house oh yeah Uh ghost free 
So back in the attic, Cat has reassembled a bunch of Casper's toys, and they're all very colorful and mm-hmm. still functioning, and it's like a whole room full of toys. It looks yeah. tight as hell. Yeah. There's a train. There's yeah. a Ferris wheel. He flies in. He sees a hand imprint that he had made mm-hmm. and remembers that he used to have five fingers. Yep. And that his train's name is Hootie. Yep. Hootie and the Tank Engine. <laughs> and he also remembers uh-huh. that his mom's wedding dress is in a trunk up there. Yeah. So he flies into the trunk yep. and pops back out uh-huh. with the dress uh-huh. and puts it over Kat's head. Yeah. Over and... all of her other clothes. Yeah, which seems very uncomfortable. But yeah. she's like, oh, may I? And he's like, yeah, I just put it on you. Right. Like, unless you're going to go roll around in some mud, do whatever you want. Yeah. So she goes over to a mirror and she, like, ties it on herself and it fits perfectly. Yeah. So I'm like, how tiny was Casper's mom? Pretty small. This is an itty bitty little girl. Well, Christina Ricci is 5'1". Yeah. As still? an adult. No. Oh, yes. That's fair. So she was probably 5'1". Yeah. Here. That's true. So. It is an adult size, I suppose. Yeah. She was probably just a little lady. Yeah. Like, cat slash Christina Ricci. Little lady. But she's like, can I wear this to the party? Which yeah. I'm like, that seems kind of weird. I mean. She's not going as anything. She's just wearing a very old wedding dress. She may have intended to, like, do her makeup away. That's but true. But she does not have time. That's true. Because a lot of shit is about to go down. Yeah. She's going to do the Katie Heron thing where she's, like, a zombie bride. And she's like, I'm an ex-wife. Yes. That's true. A lot of a lot of things happen. So Casper is floating okay. around wearing a hat that doesn't fit him. Because yeah. his ghost head is too big. It's a big head. But then he sees a sled and it jogs his memory. Yeah. And he remembered this part. He explains a story. He's like sitting on it and tells the story that he saw it in a window and he begged his dad for it and his dad wouldn't get it for him because he didn't know how to use it. But then one day he came home and there it was. His dad bought it for him for no reason at all. No reason at all. So he took it out and he went sledding all day. Yeah. And even when his dad said that he had done enough sledding yeah he couldn't stop because he was having too much fun yeah and he stayed out past dark and it got too cold and he got sick and his dad got sad i mean no one now i'm sad yeah the music in this part too is very intense i know and cat says what's it like to die Mm-hmm. casper explains it's like being born but backwards yeah i remember i didn't go where i was supposed to go i just stayed behind so my dad wouldn't be lonely Right, which is sweet. But then I'm like, okay, but why are you still here if your dad was your unfinished business and he's dead now? Yeah, I don't know. Because now your dad is dead and has moved on. Yeah, the you reason go he didn't move on was... to where he is if you want to keep hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Unless he stayed a ghost for so long that he forgot. Yeah, but it's not really up to you. That's true. Because, like, later when we yeah. see kerrigan she doesn't know how it works but just because she says i have no unfinished business zoop or maybe he has to acknowledge that he doesn't have unfinished business but if he doesn't know that he's supposed to he's just gonna be stuck there forever the rules of this are very Uh, willy-nilly very loosey-goosey yeah absolutely very william nilliam (laughs) both william and nilliam lucinda gosland (laughs) of course lucinda gosling yes very william nilliam and lucinda gosling (laughs) attorneys at law (laughs) Wait, what are their nicknames? <laughs> so, Cat looks down and sees a bunch of conveniently placed newspaper clippings. Yes. Just all scattered around on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she reads that Mr. McFadden, Casper's dad, had like lost his mind because yes. he's like, oh, crazed inventor or brilliant inventor or whatever claims to be haunted by the ghost of his son. Yeah. Says that he's invented a machine to bring his dead son back to life. 
And as she's reading it, Casper remembers and they both go, the Lazarus. Yes. So I'm like, okay, good. Because I was like, did you stay as a ghost, but then didn't get to communicate with your dad and you just like wasted all of that? But they were, he was like talking to his dad the whole time. So it actually helped, you know, he stuck around, helped his dad to not be lonely. For sure. Maybe ruined his reputation a little bit, but who cares? Yeah, Casper gets very excited when he remembers this, and he grabs Kat's arm to take her to the Lazarus, but yep. forgets that she's a human and tries yep. to pull her through a wall. Yeah. It does not work. No, she just slams right into it and ends up a crumpled heap. It's kind of funny. It is. And he pops back in and says, guess we'll have to take the long way. My dad hid it so that no one could find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kerrigan and Dibs overhear this, and they are stoked because they think he's talking about the treasure. Yes. And she, Kerrigan kisses Dibs. Ew. It is gross. And he's, like, so floored by it. Like, he freezes for a second. So, I mean, they clearly do not have any sort of physical relationship. So he really is just either getting paid constantly to hang out with her, which is sad, and also doesn't make any sense. Like, bitch, if you would stop spending money hand over fist on goofy shit, like a lawyer to follow you around and be your only friend, then you wouldn't need to try and break down this giant house for treasure. Yes. And also, dibs. Get a life. Some self-respect, my dude. Right. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway, Casper's pulling her through the house, and it is a very big house. Mm-hmm. So she says, don't you know a shortcut? Uh-huh. And so he pushes her through a wall that does the, like, secret wall flip around thing. Right. Yeah. But before it flips, and she's being dragged towards it, she's like, Casper, no, wall, human, stop! Yep. <laughs> she smacks into it, and they end up in her dad's office. Yeah. Up at the top of the stairs. And he pushes her down into this big red velvet armchair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you might want to hang on. Yeah. And he pulls a lever. Hold Actually, on to your butts. He pulls a tassel yeah, on, the, on lamp the lamp next yeah. to it, which is pretty cool. And the chair starts moving mm-hmm. on a track. And the spiral metal spiral staircase becomes a slide. And mm-hmm. she goes down it. And then the floor opens up. And she goes down into that. Down into even more dust. Oh, yeah. It, you thought it was dusty up top? <laughs> it's hella dusty These down people here. must not have any allergies. No one has sneezed a once. It's true. Nice for them. Yeah. But anyway, she goes down into the floor. Yeah. More dust clouds, a bunch of flashing lights. Yeah. It very much looks like a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it's like they set it up to be like, hey, we could make a ride out of this. It could look just like this. Because there's like Halloween maze chuckling happening too, which does not need to be a part of your invention unless you are trying to make a roller. The flashing lights are not necessary, but especially the like... (laughs) Well, so this is part of the up and at a machine. You're right. So maybe this is how he liked to wake up in the morning. Scares him awake. (laughs) (laughs) Likes to be startled. Yes. But yeah, that's why I remembered Mm. that there was a roller coaster in the basement. It isn't quite a roller coaster, but it kind of is. Yeah. Because once they get down in the basement, there's a bunch of scaffolding Mm -hmm. like would be for a wooden coaster. Yes. But yeah, so she's going through a machine that gets you ready for the day. Yes. There's a toothbrush uh-huh. that brushes her upper lip. Uh-huh. A thing that shoots shaving cream at her. Yeah. Razors. Yeah, just straight razors that are like shing, 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 Unguarded straight razors. Yeah. Uh, then she gets sprayed with water. Uh-huh. And then her hair is combed. Yes. And then she gets a bow tie. Yes. And then down into the basement. Uh-huh. Which has a water feature. Yes. There's just water. It's I know. like a moat. Yeah, well, it's, like, in a cave, I guess, and so, like, yeah. there's, it's like, like, a lake. Batman's cave. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, like, water in it. Again, it's very roller coaster-y. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. she gets down there, and she's like, what the fuck <laughs> just happened to me, Yeah, Casper? And he's like, oh, that was the up and atom machine. My dad was a great inventor, but he had a little trouble getting ready in the morning. Didn't he ever hear of caffeine? No. 
we're back in his day cocaine <laughs> right <laughs> also i like that he put on a bow tie just so he could go to his own lab to I work mean, on shit you gotta feel awake you know yeah. sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're like i need to get some shit done around the house and putting on a bra yeah oh same <laughs> i cannot get things done if i'm not wearing a bra i will just lay back down in bed if my titties is out yeah so comfy <laughs> too comfy it's just funny that he either is only wearing a bow tie and his pajamas <laughs> Or he managed to get himself dressed the rest of the way. Yes. But he's like, I can't bother to put this clip-on bow tie on. Because it doesn't tie it. It just clips it. Yes. It really just sets it on her neck, too. It doesn't get it all the way around. (laughs) Anyway. Also, that machine would definitely just cut your face off. I mean, it's making like the shing, 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 shing noise. Yeah. And it's like terrifying to her. And so there's no like... (laughs) It would just cut your face off. Yeah, because you can't, it can't go back down. No. That, anyway. And you're moving in a forward direction the whole time. Anyway, terrifying. But you then know, we see... Dibs and Kerrigan are going through the machine. I guess it had a second chair. I guess so. Dibs is sitting on her lap for some reason, mm-hmm. but it is funny that he's the one sitting on her. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. He does not avoid the shaving cream in the same way that Kat did. No. It just covers him. Yeah. Like the Wonka wash yeah (laughs) like there's just foam everywhere the razors are too high up for dibs to avoid them because cat had just like slinked down so Mm -hmm. that they didn't get her but Mm -hmm. um he gets got yep and they make it down yeah a little worse for wear yeah but dibs has his hair perfectly smoothed back yeah he did get combed yeah and he has just like a mustache of shaving cream yeah and his shirt is in like tatters yeah which i don't the no, razors how that happened yeah it was yes. the razors it's actually not for shaving your face it's for shaving your chest <laughs> he only liked to wear those sweaters <laughs> that get fuzzy <laughs> he's trying to get the fuzz off you know what i mean oh i was just imagining him ending up in the lab like a chippendale dancer with a bow tie and a freshly waxed chest <laughs> my teeth are clean my chest is hairless i got my bow tie on i'm ready to invent <laughs> let's raise the dead <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but they make it time make it down in time to hear Casper explaining to Cat Buccaneers and buried gold whip staff doth the treasure hold. <gasps> the thing from the fire. Somehow they get off of the ride before it goes all the way down into the part where Cat and Casper are also. Yeah. They're like up in a corner listening. Yeah, they just hop off. I guess. It's not going that fast, I suppose. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows about anything? But Cat asks where the Lazarus is. Mm-hmm. And I spelled Lazarus wrong so many times. Cat <laughs> asks where the Lazarus is, and Casper points to a foggy pond in the middle of the room and says, down there. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, oh, is it not over there? And points to, like, very clearly, like, a safe wall. Mm. A safe door in the wall. Yeah. And Casper's like, no, that's the vault. And Kerrigan and Dibs are like, <gasps> hell yeah, that's what we came down here the for. Vault. That's where the treasure must be. Because, you know, pirates usually bury their treasure in, in a, a safe vault yeah, yeah. just just they're in a secret part I, of the yeah house. i guess once you get all the way down to the you're like okay we don't have to hide it in here right casper is trying to find the levers to get the lazarus up out of the pond mm-hmm. and he's like pulling on levers but they're kind of stuck and they don't seem to be working yeah so cat is checking all around and there's like a desk covered in dust yeah the the dust here i mean i know we've like harped on it 
There's so much dust. But the dust here is so thick that it's like dirt at this point. Yeah. It is. It might as well just be a layer of sand on stuff. I think stuff. It's maybe because they're in a cave. I guess. Yeah. And like no one's been down here even longer than no one's been in like the rest of the house. Right. But I mean, yeah, she's like moving books and it like slides off the yeah. layers of dirt here. Yeah. It's wild. And she finds a book the book frankenstein but it won't move oh will not budge Whoa. so she opens the cover to find uh-huh not pages <gasps> but some buttons whoa so she pushes one uh-huh and here comes a lazarus up out of the water nice straight out of whipstaff yeah <laughs> it looks like the bathysphere from bioshock oh like yeah that's a good bioshock way to put movie. it yeah. yeah so it's just like a big round metal metal submersible like yeah the it, this one's a little more, like, oval-shaped, but, like, you know, the way, like, really old-timey diver helmets look, sort right, of, yeah. but with a big old door on the front. Right. It looks like a outhouse <laughs> for mermaids. <laughs> yes. Because it's, like, the size of an outhouse. Yeah. But it's meant to be underwater, I guess. Absolutely. Dibs yeah. and Kerrigan, while all this is happening, are not paying attention. They are instead trying to open the vault, but it is locked because it is a vault. Yeah, you can't just open, Go open I mean, it. Dibs is trying to open it, and then Karen kerrigan like gets mad and is like get out of the way and then she tries to open it and it's like it's not a matter of muscle dude it's a matter of it's locked because that's how these things work right cat is looking around and sees three bottles next to the machine Mm -hmm. two are empty and one is full of a red liquid Mm -hmm. so she picks it up because she's looking at it and casper floats over to tell her to be careful because that's what makes the whole machine work yeah it's like an instant primordial soup mix yes it's what brings ghosts back to life and there's just enough for one Okay, here's what I don't understand. Yes. Casper knows how this machine works. Yes. He knows that it needs this liquid. Right. He knows how much of the liquid that it needs. There's only enough left for one. Exactly. Why is he still a ghost? I don't know. Because there are two empty bottles, which imply... One of them has some, like, a tiny bit of red liquid in the bottom, which implies that it has been used before. Yep. And there's no explanation of, like, my dad was trying, and we tried a bunch of times, and it never worked. Mm Mm-hmm nothing no he sounds very sure as to like this is how the machine works this is what you need to do to make it work you need this liquid you need this much of this liquid cool i'm gonna be alive he's like really stoked and i'm like why didn't you do this while your dad was still alive yeah i don't know because all of this worked. nothing has changed you knew where the machine was yeah it's not like oh i you have to be alive to get into it he died before it there's no explanation no he it just works yeah so i don't get it i don't get why he's still a ghost me neither but he puts the bottle into the machine yep tells cat to pull a lever yep as he climbs into it and he says i'm gonna be alive yep cat is very nervous though because as she mutters to herself she couldn't even get her easy bake oven to work right <laughs> so she just starts pulling random levers the first one just makes the roller coaster chair go backwards don't know why mm-hmm. because how do you pull that while you're also sitting in it but i know anyway. it's very far away yeah and, yeah there's no reason for th- unless there are there's more than one per- the lever should just be on the chair yeah, and also the chair is there again later. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The second lever that she pulls mm-hmm. seems to get the machine going. Yeah. And the third lever that she pulls, Yzma and Kronk fall <laughs> yes. into the shark tank. Why do they even have that lever? <laughs> but as the machine is going, we see a hand reach out and it takes the soup mix. Rude. Takes the Campbell's ready to make <laughs> the secret soup mix recipe for the Krabby Patty. <laughs> and everything starts powering down. Yes. And so Kat's like, oh shit, what's happening? Casper! And she goes and she opens the door and she sees Casper just looking like a giant sunny side up 
egg. And those make her yak. I know. And he says, am I alive? As the bits of his face start sliding down. I know. And the yolk. So Kerrigan has the soup mix and is running through the house and explaining to Dibs that with this formula, you don't have to be scared of death anymore. Because mm-hmm. you can you can die and then you can just zoop, go down there and you're back on yeah. your feet again on your way to the Riviera or whatever. Yep. And Dibs is like, you could even fly through walls. Yeah, thick walls. Thick walls. walls. Made out of steel. Steel walls. Vault walls, perhaps. And then you would have access to whatever was hidden behind those walls. It would be yours. You could have it. Okay, Mojo Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) The walls! (laughs) So they're planning for one of them to die, and then they can fly in and get the treasure, and then turn back into an alive person. Right. Because Dib says... Well, I mean, yeah, if you were a ghost. And Kerrigan's like, you mean if you were a ghost? And then she goes and she grabs a giant axe. Which was just in the house for some reason. I think it there's like a uh, suit of armor. Yeah. So she's like, whoop, and tries to kill him. Yep, but he has a bucket of chocolate pudding. Yeah, it's super, because he's <laughs> wearing a suit of armor. Yeah, he put the suit of All armor of on. All of a sudden. Yeah. And he's dumping giant, like, steel buckets of chocolate pudding all over the floor and then she comes running down the hall holding this giant axe slips through it goes all the way out a window so then he comes running out of the house no longer wearing the suit of armor to see if she's dead and she's gone but Maybe he sees velcroed on <laughs> yeah. skirt? Skirt? Just, you just get into it and then close it in the front like a dollhouse door yeah but it's like it up. tearaway pants <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like clank where you drop it Yes. I love it. Tear away armor. So then he's outside and he sees like the bottle of the soup mix on the ground. On the ground. Yeah. And he's like, ah, here you are. And he goes to pick it up and Kerrigan goes to run him over with her car. Yeah. At the very last second, he throws a piece of previously destroyed statue at her windshield and it's like a head of a statue. Yeah. And he like looks at it. Yeah. They make eye contact for a second (laughs) and then he throws it at the windshield. Yeah. Which, it does not go through the windshield, but it does crack it enough yeah. that she can't see where she's going. Uh-huh. And just drives into the woods for some reason. Hit the brakes, dude. Right. Where are your brakes? You didn't hit him. No. So stop. Yeah. No, she just keeps going. She drives into the woods. Yep. She hits a tree. Yes. It comes to a stop. Yeah. The camera zooms out. We see that she's at the very edge of a cliff. Uh-huh. And she opens her door to get out. Yes. And just falls. Falls. All the way down. Uh... to her death and then dibs comes and looks over the cliff edge and he's like kerrigan are you a ghost yet but he doesn't hear her and so he's like whatever just walks away says what a tragic waste she had my favorite sunglasses Mm -hmm. but as he's walking away yep a huge shadow appears behind him and he hears the bitch is back yikes yeah can't say bitch in a kid's movie they say it twice just kidding you can't uh-huh so now we're at karaoke with Dr. Harvey. Yes. And the ghost trio. Yes, where Dr. Harvey is actually doing a very good job of singing Jailhouse Rock. Doing great. Yeah. I don't know why there always has to be some reference to drinking in every children's movie. I don't get it either. I mean, I, I just so that he, what happens next can happen because he would have been too aware right. otherwise. Yeah. But yeah, there's just always drinking. Like, I don't understand it. There could have just been some other accident that happened. He didn't have to be drunk. No. They could have been at a carnival. And the Ferris wheel fell apart. Yeah. You know? Like anything else. Could have been at a haunted house. Because it's Halloween. Just yeah. so many. Th- you could have drowned bobbing for apples. There's just so many things that could have happened. 
But anyway, yes. the bar is like completely trashed and empty, and it took me a second to realize why. Because they scared everyone off. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, why does this bar look like shit? Yeah. And it's like, oh, because everybody like turned and ran. Yes. But so... And they're all just drinking the drinks that were left behind. Yeah. Yeah. But they're discussing like how much they like Dr. Harvey, and they're like, this guy's got a lot of spirit. Mm-hmm. We should be friends with him, but yeah. like forever. Yeah. Stretch is like, yeah, you know what? We've been a trio for too long. I think it's time we became a quartet. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's got so much miserable life ahead of him. Yeah. Oh, wait, we could fix that. Yeah. We could fix it right now. So they grab some weapons that are also just in the bar. Yeah, Stinky has a shotgun. Yeah. And they're gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. But he suddenly stopped singing and he starts confessing his love for them. Yeah. He, like, stumbles over and hits the karaoke machine and it starts a different song. Yeah. And it's, like, much more, like, heartfelt. And he's like, guys, I just want you to know that I think you're great. He says, you look life right in the face and tell it, I'm a ghost. I don't need you. And he makes like a fuck you gesture, you know, where he like puts his hand under his chin. And I'm like, oh boy, that is old school. Spicy. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to tell Kerrigan to leave you guys alone. It takes him several tries to get Kerrigan out. Yeah. He says, Crittenden, Kerrigan. He just ends up with the lady. I'm going to tell that lady that it's your house. You live there and possession is nine tenths of the law. So I'm going to tell her to leave you alone. Yeah. Because you deserve to be left alone kisses each of them yeah they all struggle against it but they, but give they also like it yeah afterwards and then he, makes, like... he makes his way back over to the bar mm-hmm. the trio all throw their weapons away yeah and they're like oh what a sweetheart i can't croak him now right <laughs> we see behind them there is one guy left at the bar just totally drunk hanging yeah, out at his table passed out as hell but harvey takes a shot smashes the glass down on the bar and he's like all right boys the night is young we gotta hit some more bars Yes. And he's backing out of the doors. He says, we're going to booze it till we lose it. Yeah. And he opens the doors to the bar Mm -hmm. and there's a work site with an open pit that he does not see. Right. And they're like trying to, they're like. (laughs) But then he just pulls a Brian Schaefer and walks right into the hole. (laughs) (laughs) And then we hear, ah. You can't keep getting away with this. It's my podcast. (laughs) Can't believe you. That's what everybody thinks happened to him. I don't I agree, but you know, it's funny. R.I.P. Brian Schaefer, wherever you are. Or if you're not. <laughs> he's not dead. Tell your family. Yeah, let somebody know. <sighs> I just want to know what happened. Anyway. Anyway, back at Whipstaff. Cat is reinflating Casper with one of those, like, bellows. Oh, yeah, that's what they're that's called. That's what they're called. I was, ty- I was trying to type, like, with one of those fire things, and I was yeah. like, that's, I'm just going to erase it. Squeeze it. Yeah. A bellows. Anyway. Right. Hello? Hello? And his, like, head, like, reinflates, mm-hmm. and he says, oh, I think my ears just popped. Yeah. And then Kerrigan comes flying in, laughing maniacally. Yeah, and fully dressed and looking just like Yeah, she's a got lipstick. She's got her blonde hair. She's yeah. got a black dress on. Like, I don't understand why she's dressed. I, I don't know. We would know who she was based on the silhouette and the fact that she is dead and the way that she sounds. We don't need the clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. She heads straight for the vault. Yep. Flies in, yep. grabs a treasure chest. Yeah. Door opens out as she exits uh-huh. because I guess vaults open from the inside. It's got one of those like emergency push buttons like you see in a walk-in freezer. Yeah. Sure. You're just trying to keep people out. You don't right. need to keep them in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> Casper says, "My treasure." Uh-huh. And Kerrigan says, "You mean my treasure." What a bitch. But then here comes Dibs with the soup mix. Uh-huh. He came back down and got a fresh shave again. Yeah. And, but Casper, he's still scared of Casper. Yeah. So Casper is able to, like, startle him until he falls into the moat. 
Yeah. And he grabs the soup mix mm-hmm. and he hands it to Kat and then he pushes her into the chair and then pushes the chair all the way back up to the beginning of the track and they're back in the house. Yes. And Kerrigan doesn't do anything during all of that, but that's fine. Yeah, she just hangs out. Yeah. I don't know how she survived going through the up and atom machine backwards, but that's okay. Also, do you think this machine is sentient and is like, God, why is it getting you, ready so much today? You again. <laughs> I think when you go backwards, it's a putting you to bed machine. Oh, that'd be tight. It like makes you some chamomile tea. Yeah. It like puts little slippers on your feet. A little nightcap. Yeah. On your head. Takes your bow tie off. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a bow tie, it just... <laughs> <laughs> just gets you. Yeah. yeah oh, it got me. Anyway... As they stop at the top of the tracks, the doorbell rings because they're having a party. Yeah, I remember. A yeah. whole school is showing up at the same time. They mm. all showed up at once. They yeah. marched over there together. Like they like rode a the school bus together. Frankenstein mob. Oh, that makes more sense, yeah. actually. I mean, I don't know if they did, but that's just, I guess, what they did do. <sighs> anyway, she's still wearing her clothes underneath her dress. Yeah, I'm assuming. But she runs to let everyone in. Uh-huh. And her she- teacher is dressed like a lobster. Yeah. <laughs> she says, okay, this is the room. Stay together. You'll be safe. And I'll be right back. And they're like, what? But I mean, they wanted to be in this giant creepy house. So you got to deal with the giant creepy house. Then we see Amber and Vic who are sneaking in through a window, which doesn't make sense because they're invited. Expected even. Yeah. Vic is Kat's date for this dance. There's no reason for them to do that. Go through the front door. But anyway, they're climbing in through the window. And Vic says, do we have to do this? And Amber says, if she wants a Halloween party, she's going to get a Halloween party. Yeah, she's having a Halloween party. Yeah, It is happening. It. It's happening. There it is. There's the party. All those students have filed in to the house in like this tight little group, mm-hmm. laugh, like looking around nervously, and they can hear Kerrigan's laugh echo through the house. Yeah. And they're all like, ah. It's creepy. Yeah, Dibs is trying to open the treasure chest with a crowbar, uh-huh. and Casper tries to stop him. Yeah. But Dibs threatens to hit him. It doesn't make any sense. He's a ghost. Right. That'll just go right through. I don't think it would actually hurt him. No. I don't know, but Cat puts the Lazarus, or Cat puts the soup mix into the Lazarus slot. Mm. That's what I call my Lazarus slot. Lazarus slot, yeah. yeah. And Casper Cas- goes to get into the machine, but Kerrigan pops out. Yep. And she yells at Dibs. She's like, get the machine running. But he's like, uh, no. She says, listen here, you flaccid little worm. Ugh. Yeah. But he's just, you know, she's like yelling at him. Like she always does, trying to get him to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's just holding on to the treasure chest. Yeah, but he's like, no. He says, if there's one thing I've learned from you, it's to kick them when they're down. And baby, you're six feet under. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have all the power. I'm in control now, bitch. You can't tell me what to do. And she says, well, he goes to like throw the mix into the water. Yeah. Which I'm like, why? Yeah. Somebody yeah. else could use it. Right. And also, how deep even is that? And is it even going to hurt it? Because that whole machine's been underwater for like a million years yeah i mean i guess like kerrigan can probably just fly in and get it she's a ghost right. she doesn't need to breathe the whole thing baffling i don't know it made more sense if he smashed it up against a wall but he like goes to chuck it in the water i don't know i don't get it but she anyway. stops him yeah she stops him and she's like i'm if you don't change me back into a person i'm gonna haunt you forever right and he says listen you can haunt me all you want because i'll be in my big mansion and it'll be great and with I'm my gonna purple get a... walls and green yeah. carpet or something yeah purple velvet walls or whatever he says yeah he says i'm gonna get a little dog and I'm gonna name it Kerrigan, and she'll be a bitch just like you. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop saying bitch. This is a children's movie. But she's not having it, and she just throws him out the window. Yeah, she says, <laughs> oh yeah, before that you should get ready for your flight. 
And he's yeah. like, my what? And she chucks him out a window and then he dies. I guess. Presumably. I don't know. We never see him again. I know. He doesn't come back as a ghost, which would make more sense for him to like be a ghost at some point, you know, for us to hear him. Go- but no, we just yeah. never see him no, again. So gone. his fate is unknown. unknown. Thank you. Yeah. So Kerrigan has the soup mix again. Mm-hmm. But Kat and Casper say, wait, Kerrigan, aren't you forgetting something? Yeah. She's like, uh, nope. Your unfinished business? My what? All ghosts have unfinished business. But she says, I have no unfinished business. My life is perfect. I have my treasure. I have my mansion. I got everything I needed. I got everything I came for. And they're like, cool. Because it worked. And bright beams of light start shining out of her. Because she's crossing over. She tries to, she's like, wait, no, just kidding. I have loads of unfinished business. I have so many things left that I need to do. (sighs) But it's too late. She turns into a bright flash of light and she's gone. And she drops the bottle of soup mix. And Casper and Kat wait, stare at it for far too long as it falls towards the floor. But then Kat finally leaps forward at the last second and catches it. And it's fine. Yep. And at the same time, the chest also falls and it pops open. Mm -hmm. And inside... There's only a baseball and a glove. Yep. And Kat says, that's your treasure? Yeah. Casper's like, it's an autographed baseball autographed by Duke Snyder from the Brooklyn Dodgers. My favorite player. But Kat's Kat's like, like, all right, quit getting distracted. Okay, whatever. It's time. Yep. Puts them in the machine. But then, before she can start it up again, she hears, honey, I'm home. And here comes her ghost dad. Yeah. Not that ghost dad. This ghost dad. He also, like Kerrigan. No. Looks so much more like his actual self and less like a cartoon. Right. Than the other ghosts do. Yeah, he's wearing his sweater. He's wearing his glasses. He's got the beard. He's got hair. And at first I was like, maybe it's just like the longer they're ghosts, the more they forget what they look like. Yeah. And so they start to look different. Yeah. But he has forgotten Kat immediately. Right. And Kerrigan didn't forget anything at all. No. No. I don't understand. I know. Because at first I was thinking, well, maybe it's your memory that goes first. And then the longer you're a ghost, the more, you know... And then, so the only thing that I can think is that maybe it's what you were thinking about when you died. Like, when she died, her goal was to become a ghost so that she could go into the house right. and get the treasure. Yeah. And his, what he was thinking about when he died was just to be drunk and party. Maybe. And so that's what he's doing for forever. Yeah. Whereas, like, she remembers because that's why she became a ghost. But it doesn't make any sense. And as we previously mentioned, it's all kind of loosey-goosey. Yeah. But anyway, she's like, Dad, it's me, Cat," And he's like, oh, yeah, Cat Baloo. And then all the other ghosts are like, catastrophic. Catatonic. Catatonic. Kreplach soup. Soup. I don't, I don't understand that. Um, but she is very upset and she starts crying. Yeah. And one of the ghosts says, flash flood alert. Yeah, very helpful. But she puts her hand out with her pinky out to do a pinky swear like they did forever ago yeah dad don't you remember like three whole days ago yeah and he says oh yeah and then he pulls her finger and makes a fart noise yeah she's like no like this and she grabs his pinky with her pinky which i'm like how come he gets to have pinky fingers and casper doesn't Mm. i think he still only has four fingers anyway and but it fix it it reminds him Yes. And he gets very sad and very sorry. And then Casper comes out of the Lazarus machine and pushes Dr. Harvey into it. And he says, come on, Dr. Harvey, you need this more than I do. Yep. And he puts him in the machine and pulls the lever. Mm-hmm. And the lights in the house all flicker. Yeah. And the kids scream. Yeah. Because remember, there's a whole school upstairs. Right. But the machine works. Yeah. And Dr. Harvey is alive again. Yeah. And he hugs Cat and is like, wow, what a weird dream. I know. Thank God that it worked. 
and didn't turn him into like a full English breakfast or something. Like <laughs> they don't know. Bangers and mash. Yeah, they've never seen it work, as far as I know. I just, but I it know. works, and thing. it works fine. It so works why didn't they use it before? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. And uh, Kat's traumatized forever. No, she's fine. Yeah, her dad's a therapist. She'll be okay. Yeah, she'll be fine. She's got free therapy for the rest of her life. Yeah. And they hear the sounds of music playing upstairs. And Casper, very sadly, says, your party is starting. Your date is probably waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dr. Harvey's like, yeah, let's get going. Where are we? Where? What is happening, actually? Yeah. So then we go upstairs to the party. Yeah. And they're looking down on the bar- all the way upstairs. Yes. They're looking down over I don't this party. No, how they got back up there. But... Uh, there's just chairs. Just chairs everywhere. Yeah. Every, anywhere you want to go in this house, just sit down. <laughs> Pull something <laughs> nearby. It'll get you somewhere. Pull a tassel. What I want to know is who decorated. Because now there's lights strung up. There's music happening. Is yeah. there food? Is there a DJ? Like, what is there to do with this party? And There is a DJ. Up? Yeah. Yeah. How did this happen? I guess they all carried shit in. They just showed up and they were like, we're here for the party. Also, we're going to set up for the party. I guess. I mean, maybe the school has a party committee sure but they probably would have set up beforehand listen i don't know doesn't matter anyway he kisses her forehead and she's like i hope nobody saw that <laughs> yeah but she goes to their party because he's like go oh, do your thing or cut a rug or whatever it is Chill. the kids do yeah she's like Dad. yeah yep but then she heads down to the party yeah we cut back to amber and vic mm-hmm they're in this weird costume where Amber is made up to look like a dead person and yeah. she's sitting on Vic's shoulders and they're like, they have a giant sheet over yeah. him so that she just looks super tall. Yeah. And they look in the mirror to make sure that it looks good. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it does. Yeah. She's like, you gotta see this. And he like pulls the sheet up over his head so that he can look and he's like, oh, wow, it does look pretty tight. And it does. It would be cool if this was just their costume. Yeah. But no, they're here to be dicks. But they don't get that chance, because as they're looking at themselves in the mirror, the ghost trio pops out and scares them. Mm-hmm. They're all like, oh, yeah, you look great. Yeah. And so they go running, screaming out of the room, yep. into the ballroom. Yep. Amber is screaming her head off, and yes. then she gets clotheslined by some of the lights, which is yes. hilarious. But Vic does not stop for a second. No, I wouldn't either. And is just dragging her behind him. Yeah. Because he's still in the costume, and yes. so is she. Yes. And it's very funny. It is very funny. And everyone at the party watches this happen. They're all kind of quiet for a second, but then they think it's just planned, and they start clapping. Yeah. And, like, looking at Kat, and they're like, yeah, wow, great party. That was mm-hmm. really cool. That was spooky for a second, but then it was funny. Like, woo, what a good time we're having. And Cla- Kat's like, yeah, did a great job. Also, it zooms in on Kat while people are clapping for yeah. this, and there's just a nun smoking a cigar standing next to her. <laughs> And a, it's an adult. Yeah. So I'm like, is this a costume? Like, what is this? Uh, it's just a nun. Just it's just know. an actual nun. Yeah. Yeah. Wandered in. So then we see Casper. He's up in the attic playing with his toys again. And he's being very sad. Yeah. And he's like throwing the baseball around. But then one time he throws it up and it doesn't come back down. So mm-hmm. he looks up to see and there's a shiny light and some sparkles coming through the ceiling. Yeah. And then there's a lady in yeah. a red dress. Yeah. She's very pretty. She is. And he says, you're... Mm-hmm. You're... That's right. Kat's mom. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Casper. She said yes twice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is me. Yes. It's anyway. Amelia. It's Kat's mom. Amelia. Why does she look completely normal? Oh, we'll find out. Okay. In just one second here. But she tells him that was a very noble thing that you did tonight, Casper. Mm-hmm. And she tells him that his dad is proud of him. Yeah. And in return, she's going to give him his dream. Yeah. But just for tonight. It's sort of a Cinderella deal. Yes. So he says, cool, I have until midnight. And she says, 10. And he says, but hey, Cinderella got until midnight. 
Cinderella wasn't 12 years old. He's already at home. <laughs> and he's dead. Where Come does he on. have to be? Yeah. What, can't even give him till midnight. But then she blows fairy dust in his face. Yep. She just blows regular dust in his face. <laughs> There's <laughs> so much. She got from the house. Yeah. So now we're back at the dance, and everyone is paired off. Yeah, there's, cat. there's a slow song playing. Yeah, they're doing the awkward, like, where you just shuffle from one foot yeah. to another while there's, like, six inches in between you. Mm-hmm. But she's sitting there, alone. Gotta in, leave space for Ghost Jesus. Of course. <laughs> in her wedding dress. Yeah. And we see some kid walking down the stairs toward mm-hmm. her, but we see him from the back. We see yes. the back of his head and his very cool haircut. Very cool 90s haircut. Yes. And he approaches Cat and takes her hand mm-hmm. out onto the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if she said, no, thank you? Yeah. Because I don't know you. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I'm good. But they go out there and they dance and we see tiny baby Devin Sawa. Yeah. Who's definitely more than 12, but yeah. that's okay. Anyway. But they start slow dancing. Yeah. And it is it is cute. Yeah. They're, they're being, like, respectful. Yes. You know, they're not dancing too close. No. And they're, but they're kind of like gazing in each other's eyes. Yeah, and she keeps looking at him like, why do I know you? Because yeah. I've never Ooh. seen you before, but you look so familiar. Yeah. You know, there's this sense of like, she's confused, but like, does she know who this is? And then they start floating. Yeah. And it takes her a while to notice. And then she looks down and she gets scared and she like hugs herself to him. Yeah. But he whispers, I told you I was a good dancer. She kind of looks at him and he says, can I keep you? She says, she's like, Casper? What? And then they're back down on the floor. Yes. And everyone has stopped dancing and they're all just watching. For some reason. It's weird. Nobody looked when they were floating, but now nope. that they're on the floor, they're all looking. Yep. Maybe somebody looked and then they're like, hey, what? But by the time everyone's looking, like, they're back down. Did I just... This yeah. party is crazy. Wow. Anyway, then we see Dr. Harvey, who is still upstairs, looking over the dance. And he hears some whooshing. And he turns yeah. around. And there's Amelia. Yeah. She floats through the window and says, mm. hello, James. Amelia. Yep. He stammers at her for a little bit, and he's just like, I thought I would have a hundred things to say when I... How? Mm -hmm. And she says, let's just say, you know, three crazy ghosts that kept their word. Yeah. Which is sweet. talk for a little bit, and she explains she's not a ghost. Yeah. Because she didn't have unfinished business. She said, you and Kat loved me so much while I was alive that I was fine when I died. I just got to go because I didn't have any unfinished business. Is that why she looks normal? Yeah. Because she's she's like an angel. She's just in heaven. Or hell, depending on that dress. But I think she's in heaven because she looks very sweet. Yeah. And she seems very sweet. Yeah. But she says, I don't have any unfinished business. Please don't let me be yours. And he's like, but I don't know what I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And Amelia's like, no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, no parent has any idea what they're doing. And you seem to be doing great. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Our daughter is... Growing up to be this wonderful woman because of you. But yeah. here, here are some rules. Maybe going forward, stop picking up the other phone every time she has a phone call and listening yeah. in. Stop feeding her french fries for breakfast. It's not a meal. Feed her real food. Yeah. Also, don't make her wear a t-shirt under, under her, bathing her bathing suit. suit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Our daughter is a teenager. Yeah. The music in this part is going to make me cry all by itself. Yeah. This yeah. song is really good. Yeah. But she puts her hand on his little face and mm-hmm. starts to leave yeah he's like where are you going yeah she says where i'm going where i can watch over both of you till we're together again yeah you better not get remarried dr harvey yeah or like pick your nose i don't know that's just like (laughs) creepy (laughs) yeah like don't watch me yep (laughs) but then the clock starts to strike 10 Mm -hmm. and it's striking 10 so hard that (laughs) dust is flying out of it more dust what is the dust budget on this movie (laughs) crevice (laughs) also like 
were they dancing for a long time and we missed it? Or was she seriously like, you have until 10? And he's like, that's seven minutes from now. I mean, I really think that that's what happened, yeah. That it was just like a very short amount of time. Yeah. And that's why he was like, I get until midnight. And she's like, no, you get until 10. You get 10 minutes run. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and you're hey. a person now, so you can't even go through the wall. I see you wasting time on that dramatic descent down the stairs. Book it, you little <laughs> shit. Anyway. So then Casper kisses Cat. It's cute. Yeah. But he turns back into a ghost. Yeah. And it scares everyone at the party. And yeah. they all stampede out the front doors, screaming. Mm-hmm. And Kat's like, well, so much for that party. Yeah, I think it went okay, though. You know, that's fine. Yeah, it's but 15 then minutes long. Dr. Harvey says, it ain't over yet. Uh-huh. And the trio start to play a song about Casper. Hit it, boys! Casper, the friendly ghost. <laughs> They're all dressed like <laughs> Little Richard. Yes. I don't know if... I'm pretty sure Little Richard is singing this song. Because oh, then yeah. it hits a note later that's just like, Woo! I'm like, yes. Yeah, or Mariah Carey, either one. <laughs> <laughs> the little mustaches is oh. what leads me more towards Little Richard. Yeah, I've never looked at Mariah Carey's upper lips. <laughs> anyway, that's the end. That's the end. We made it. We We did it. We did it. Is it a replay? I liked it. Yeah. Rewind. I would watch it again if somebody else wanted to watch it. Yeah. It's cute. It's Halloween-y. Like, yeah. it's a good, you know, like, background Halloween nostalgia movie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely cute. Nothing, like, overtly problematic. No. Or bad. For once. So, um, yeah, same. Did it make you cry? Almost. Yeah. It almost got me. Yeah. Just, like, the sad music when he's talking to Amelia and just being so sad. Yeah. I don't know. It made me cry when... She was talking about how she didn't want to forget her mom. Yeah. That really got me. Yeah. And her talking about, like, all the things that she used to do. And I was just like, meh. I, yeah. That makes me sad, too. But, I don't know. That girl, whoever wrote the script does not know what it's like to lose your mom. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. I I don't think that I've forgotten very much about my mom. Yeah. And I still dream about her all the time and... You know. Well, she hadn't forgotten anything yet. She yeah. was just worried that she was going right. to forget. But I'm saying uh, 13 years on. Yeah. Like, I still remember don't a lot worry of stuff. About it, Kat. So, yeah, don't worry. It'll be okay. Yeah, maybe fine. I, I was kind of sad that Kat didn't get to see her mom again. I yeah. know that her, you know, she was like pretty much like our, you know, mom died. Right. It, it's a bummer, but like she's yeah. moved on. She's not a ghost. And her dad was the one who like really needed to like wrap that up. Right. But, you know, if she could have gotten to see her again, that would have been nice. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe she will later. I mean, she said she was going to hang out and watch over them, so maybe right. she'll just show up periodically. Sure. Why not? Anyway, so it came out in May. Yeah. May 26th, 1995. Right. Which is weird. It is weird. It's very it's very specifically Halloween-y. Like, it's not just like, oh, there are ghosts and that makes it spooky. There's no, a Halloween there's a ween- party. A Halloween party, yeah. Wild Laheen. It's just strange. It is weird. But it had a budget of $55 million. Uh-huh. It made $287.9 million. Hell yeah, good so job. So it did great. Yeah. However, it only has a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't get that. Seems low. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're like, so before we watched it, we both, we looked up mm-hmm. the plot. Yeah. Because we were like, just curious yeah. about it. And when you read the plot, it sounds super convoluted. Like yes. on paper, it's like, what yes but when you watch it it all makes sense yeah you know, it and we've done a lot of movies where you're just like there's too much happening like, why why but yeah. it really doesn't feel like that no like i wish the only real thing that i wish is that more time had passed with and, them being in the house yeah yeah and like they kind of became more friendly with the ghosts over like a couple months or something yeah that would have 
Because, I mean, you and know. And they don't have to show, like, every single day, obviously. Just just some just sort little... of, like, montage to yes. show time passing. Yeah. yeah, so Kat hanging out with Casper, and then you can show, like, Dr. Harvey trying to get through to the ghosts in his office, and they're just, like, doing antics, you know, yeah. not, like, so that leads him to be, like, I'm just gonna ignore them and pretend like I've given up on them. Right. Instead you of that being, like, that... the first thing that he does, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah, you could have shown all of that without dialogue, and it still would have shown us, like, them, you know, Yeah, and it would, then it wouldn't together. have, like, felt so rushed. Yeah, because yeah. Kerrigan even said, you know, you like, weeks is fine. Yeah. So, like, I know they're on a deadline, but they're not on, like, a five-day deadline. Right, and they could have shown up, too, and been, just been like, it is taking too long. Yeah. And that's why they... That's why they came back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is gonna happen to that house? Because... Kerrigan's dead now. It's her house legally. But also... She definitely didn't write a will. Yeah. Why is it her house? It was willed to her. Yeah, from her dad? Yeah. So... It was his house. Did so he... now it's her house. Buy it? Yeah, I guess he owned it at some point. He must have. From the McFaddens? Oh, that's a very... Yeah, I mean, I guess or so. Or was he, like, related to them? Oh, I didn't think was about Kerrigan that. Was Kerrigan related to Casper? <gasps> maybe. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was, like an auction when yeah. Mr. McFadden died. Because those ghosts have been there since Casper died. So has anybody else ever lived there since? I mean, it certainly doesn't look like it, because they probably would have gotten rid of the fatso stretch and stinky beds, unless right. they lived in the house afterwards, and then they all died? Yeah, so maybe she's related to one of them. Yeah. They're shitty, so that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just weird. Um... But yeah, I don't I don't know what happened to the house. It's probably not, you know, even worth very much, so I'm sure they could have right. bought it. Yeah, it's just like, does it... Do you want to? I mean, they already live in it, but it's just not how things work, where it's just like, you can just have it. <laughs> well, no, they would have to buy it, but yeah, and I'm sure there'd be a lot of red tape. I know, and he doesn't have any money. Yeah. I just, I'm curious what's yeah. gonna happen next to that house. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it was fairly critically well-liked. Yeah. Across the board. Roger yeah. Ebert gave it three stars. Nice. In his review, he refers to Casper as his friendliness, Aww. which I thought was really cute. That's cute. And then the last couple of lines, he says, like the Flintstones and the Adams family, Casper is an attempt to bring cartoons to life when incorporating them with real actors and sets. As a technical achievement, it's impressive and entertaining. And there is even a little winsome philosophy, as when Casper sadly tells Cat, I guess when you're a ghost, life just doesn't matter that much anymore. Is that philosophy? I don't know. Like, there are... There are like deep points made in this movie but i don't think it's that i don't know that's the one <laughs> roger ebert's just like i just can't wait to die <laughs> so i can stop watching this garbage but he really liked it i mean and yeah. he thought like technologically it was really well done and yeah. he's right i yeah, mean it still right. holds up really well even yeah for 95 yeah yeah this was also the first time that cgi had ever been used for the main character in a movie oh nice so it's pretty cool and the main cool. pancakes and the main <laughs> Yeah, the main course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have any other information about it other than people who were almost in it. Okay. So I'll go ahead and tell you that. For the role of Dr. James Harvey, they offered it to John Ritter, mm. Tom Hanks, mm. Dennis Quaid, Kurt Russell, Rene Russo, huh. Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, and Tim Allen. I think literally any of those people would have been fine. Well, yeah, also, that's just, like, the same people that oh, are offered yeah. every role the list that we that have we, covered. Danny yeah. DeVito and Joe Pesci are not on this list. Well, he's normal height. That's so. true. Weird that they did not get offered one of the speaking roles yeah, that for is the weird. ghosts. Maybe yeah. they did and they just didn't write it down. But, yeah, I mean, it's the... Who are we missing? Uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> he 
He always right. gets thrown in there. Yes. So for the role of Paul Dibbs Plutzker, whose name is never mentioned in the entire movie, but that's it, if you were curious. Oh, interesting. Paul yeah. Plutzker is his name. I like Dibbs better. Hugh Laurie, mm. Rowan Atkinson, mm. John Cleese, Michael Palin, Bill Murray, Steve Martin, Alan Rickman, Brian Cranston, Jason Alexander, Michael Richards, Daniel Stern, Chevy Chase, Gene Wilder, ah. and Stephen Fry were all considered. I was going to say Bill Murray was a name that we always hear and was hadn't been mentioned yet but yeah. there it is there he is uh again any of those guys probably would have been great yeah i like that all of the monty python dudes are on there <laughs> yes his role is very monty python yes yeah um but yeah any of those would have been fun gene wilder of course would have been That's super yes. fun but i mean like alan rickman would have done a great job I yeah him, absolutely so. uh for the role of kerrigan crittenden they considered kathleen turner carrie fisher J- glenn close sigourney weaver debbie Mazar? Mazar? Michelle Pfeiffer, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, and Famke Jansen. Oh. Sadly, no no Jennifer Tilly. I know. She would have been great. She was too busy doing... I don't know what's happening this time. (laughs) Doing other shit. Scarlett Johansson and Kirsten Dunst were both considered for the role of Kat. Ah. Uh, Kathy Moriarty is in Kindergarten Cop as Sylvester's mom. I was like, I know I should know this lady from somewhere. Wait, who? Kathy Moriarty, who played Kerrigan Crittenden. Oh. Is Sylvester's mom. Oh. Yeah. How did we not notice that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I knew she looked familiar, but... Yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah, she just has one of those faces. No. Huh. She's in Kindergarten Cop, so we can nice. add another string... To our pegboard. To that the pegboard. doesn't exist. She should definitely be on this wall. Yeah, we have space now, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. We have to make one for real. Do I have red yarn? That wall would have been great. Or would be. Either one. Either one. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Anyway. <laughs> I also, like, I know the name Devin Sawa, but I couldn't pick him up out of a lineup. Oh, and I really? don't know anything he's been in. He's in Final Destination? Yeah, and, um, fuck, what's that other movie? He's in a bunch of shit from I mean, that I time period. looked at his IMDb and I was like, no, I don't think, I think I've seen any faculty, of these things. Too. I don't know any of these things. He also plays Stan in the video for Eminem's mm-hmm. Stan. Yeah. So that's fun. The kid who plays Vic is named Garrett Ratliff Henson. He is not related to Jim Henson, but oh. he is brothers with Eldon Henson, who played Foggy Nelson in Daredevil, and also is in all of the Mighty Ducks movies. Oh. So is this kid. They're both in the Mighty Ducks movie. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has hockey player hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes sense. Yeah. I just, I was watching some of Daredevil, like I started out when everybody was like, the show is so good. And I was like, I'm in love with Foggy Nelson. But the rest of it is like, I don't care. I liked it. But yeah, I didn't finish it. I didn't either. It was just when Vincent D'Onofrio showed up, I think, that I was like, man, I usually love him, but yeah, I don't want to watch him in this. He's just one of those actors that is great. Oh, yeah. But he definitely gets typecast in a certain kind of role. Yeah. And also was just so hot when he was younger and is just yeah. so not now that it makes yeah. me sad to look at him. And not in a mean way because people are allowed to age. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. But he doesn't even look like himself anymore. No. <sighs> anyway, continue. That's about it. There is a deleted scene that mm. we will link. Yes, we will. Because there was a song called Lucky Enough to Be a Ghost, where... You can't just put one musical song in a movie. I know. It would have been super weird. Yeah. And it's the three ghosts who sing it, and they're really bad at singing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to listen to. Yeah. But ultimately, the reason that it got cut was because the animators were like, okay, we see what you're trying to do here. This is going to cost roughly $3 million Oof. to do. 
I mean, they could have afforded it if they had known they were going to make as much money as they did. Right. Yeah. But I'm but glad I'm, that it wasn't in there. Yeah. And I'm sure they were like, it already took a lot of time. Yeah. Like, and it's it just like, it's really silly. The most fun thing, because you can watch it. They filmed it. Yeah. All of the not animated parts. Mm-hmm. And so there you can go watch and they have the comparison of like the parts that they filmed and then the animators reference. Oh, yeah. So there's like, they've got Bill Pullman on like a like on strings what do you call it like in a harness so yeah. he's like flipping around because oh. the ghosts are like tossing him around yeah and like, you know putting him around the room and um and then they have underneath the comparison it's just like there are just people holding up like foam ghosts like running around with them so they'll be like this is where stinky would be yeah. in this part of the scene and so you can just like reference it for this yeah. so you can kind of put it together in your brain yeah. and then get the song That's stuck funny. in your head for the rest of your day do you like think i did bill pullman when he found out they weren't going to animate the scene was like i did flips and shit <laughs> There's a little bit of, like, of a conversation with him about it, but he doesn't really say anything one way or the other. Yeah. He just was like, yeah, I heard that it was going to be three million. Because it's him and the director sitting together, and the director's like, yeah, they said it was going to be millions. And Bill Pullman was like, I heard three. Yeah. So, they just talk about it. There's also, it's, like, 40 minutes long, so I didn't watch the whole thing, but there's a documentary about the movie called Revealing Casper. Oh, okay. And I watched the first couple of minutes of it. One, the director, Brad Silberling, has an incredible mullet. Hell yeah. Looks amazing. And then two, the first couple of minutes, they're just interviewing everybody about Casper as though he were a real person. Oh. And Brad's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you hear some stories, you get these Hollywood divas in here, you think they're going to be hard to work with. But he was pretty cool. I mean, sometimes it was hard to get him out of his trailer, but, you know. Oh, my God. And then, like, the guy who voices Stinky was like, oh, he's he's such a phony. I could see right through him. And oh, my God. And just all these, like, really ridiculous jokes. Was Casper voiced by Devin Sawa or just no. played by... Okay, because I was like, I don't... He doesn't sound like Devin Sawa. No. Casper is voiced by a little boy named Malachi Peterson, who is adorable. Aww. He's just, like, chubby face. He's got these really pretty green eyes. And he's also talking about, like, he's like, yeah, you know, the first time people meet him, they're like, oh, go, 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 ghost. But, like, <laughs> he's so cool when you get to know him. So it's really cute. That is cute. Was it filmed, I guess, the documentary was filmed, like, while they were filming the movie? Yeah, I think so. Cute. But yeah, they all had a good time. Later, uh, Christina Ricci was like, the movie is kind of stupid. Like, falling in love with a ghost, that's dumb. Aw. I was like, it's fun. It's cute. It's cute, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully she likes it now, but she was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's a teenager. So I'm sure she was like, she was kind of trying to distance herself from Wednesday Adams. Well, yeah, and children's things. You know, she was yeah. like, I'm getting older. I would like to not just do children's movies. Yeah. They really wanted to do a live action sequel, mm-hmm. but she was busy. Bill Pullman was busy, and she was like, I don't really want to do it anyway. So yeah. I'm not going to make time. They have little ghost babies in the sequel. Yeah. Casper <laughs> is second. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I oh, got. yeah. Mm hmm. Wow. That was fun. Yeah. That's the end of spooky season, too. That's it. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. That's a Halloween song I made up. (laughs) That was so good. Happy Halloween. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us for a year. Oh, my God. This is it. Oh, my God, it is. last year. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I know we've said it a couple times, but, like, cannot overstate (sighs) how much we appreciate you guys hanging out. Or if you're just joining us, thank you for being here at all and you have a whole year's worth of episodes to look forward to so that's fun don't don't go too far back do do go to go Uh, all the way back we've been great since day one i don't know everything we do is perfect this is the best podcast you've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) it's fine i'm sure it's fine yeah if you would like to come talk to us about literally anything congratulating stories 
us on our one year. Congratulate. Yeah. If you need an address to send gifts, uh, message me. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's my house. If you have any. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoopstaff Manor. <laughs> Friendship Maine. If you have any ghost stories of your own, I would love to hear them. I love when people tell me about ghost encounters, even if I don't necessarily believe it. Because I'm like, I've I've met ghosts, but I don't believe anybody else has met ghosts. Mm. I haven't met them. I just yeah experienced right i don't believe in ghosts but i don't not believe in ghosts couldn't explain but i I mean i love to hear like about haunted houses and shit so tell us about your ghost experiences or just tell us about anything you want really i don't care come talk to us yeah we're on instagram at replay rewind podcast we're on tumblr replay rewind podcast we are on twitter at replay rewind pod or you can email us at replay rewind podcast at gmail.com yeah if you want to hear a year's worth of episodes you can go check them out. Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this one. If you want not quite a year, but what, six months worth of bonus material, yeah. you can go find that on patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Yes, sign up and immediately get access to actually a lot of episodes. A lot, yeah. Yeah. There's at least six, because like every month we do a full movie that fits the time period, but not the criteria as far as children's movies go this month we did scream scream so there's like six months worth of that there's also yeah we started in on april fool's day so oh, i yeah. mean since then there's we've been doing remixes where we like write sequels for movies or mashups or whatever sometimes we fill them full of muppets sometimes we do deep dives into things that we like to learn about like really we have a whole love to be filled full of muppets <laughs> we have a whole episode <laughs> about robin williams um we'll shout your name out on the show we'll mail you a sticker it's cool it's a good time so go check it out in the meantime stay fresh cheese bag spooky stay fresh stay cheese spooky bags (laughs) stay spooky cheese bags stay cheesy (laughs) spook bags (laughs) oh my god and don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and reanimate your dead son. And check all your candy for razor blades. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a real thing. People don't do that. It's fucked up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>